Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. They are what else? This this lady we go mm-hmm. back as far back as 2014 uh, with 20, her. 2004. Uh, 2004. 2004. 2004. Radio Idol days. Oh RX. <laughs> this other lady, well, from the industry, yeah, hosting industry um, events, and she's just been all over Adult every single medium. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be known for that? No worries. <laughs> Okay, so guys, we are honored to have with us today on the Eavesdrop Podcast, Miss Bianca Valerio and Miss Sonia Smith. Thank you for having us. So nice. So fun. This is a fun day, Sunday fun day. It It really is, right? I like it. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right, so uh, though um, uh, we have a we have a very serious topic to talk about. I know we're like so stiff, but we have alcohol in front of us. <laughs> I know. Don't you know. be fake about this, people. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but, but like we do say, hey, don't tell them that. Oh, no, okay. although they already know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they always assume that. They'll see the pictures <laughs> yeah. behind the scenes. Um, well, I mean, our our listeners know it. Um, our guests, we like to tell them that this really is a safe space mm-hmm. uh, for everybody. There's no judgment. That's what we like to cultivate. Um, and like you've seen, the conversation just goes, goes everywhere. everywhere. Right. So, Wherever it leads us. Yeah, so we want to thank you ladies both in advance for no, coming over and being willing to share <laughs> and open up your, you know, your experiences with everybody else. Okay, so Great. what is our topic for this episode? May was Mental Health Month. Mm-hmm, okay, yes. and even though we've already gone past May, it's still something that... Um, 
is really a, a conversation starter. It's a good thing that there are a lot more people talking about mental mental health now. Yeah. But we have to admit there's still quite the stigma attached to it. Um, there's plenty of people going through problems, not knowing how to deal with it, mm-hmm. how to go about it, what kind of help is out there. Yeah. So that's what we want to talk about this morning, yeah? Mm-mm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I right think. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, ready. <laughs> Seatbelts fastened. All right. <laughs> Helmets on. Okay. So let's talk about each of your journeys first. Okay. We'll start with Sans. Sanya. Okay. Wow. When did my mental health journey start? Oh, this is quite... It, it's um, so hard to peg, It's right? hard to even, like, be... Like, I, I don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. But recently, I can tell you about... I, I think I start recent and maybe kind of st- yeah. take steps backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I recently admitted myself into a mental... Um, into a... What do you call them? Uh, health facility. <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say. Mental asylum. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like very joke, yeah. very like Shutter Island. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it was not like that at all. It's like a rehab or it a was facility? Like, it was like a facility. They called it the, the... I had it in my head. Now it's gone. Like a wellness facility? <clears throat> it, it was in... Um, Makati Med. Okay. okay. They call it the basement. Okay. Yeah. I've and everyone's heard of this. like, oh yes. my God, the basement. It has that. Yeah. It has, it has that. that. Yeah. It definitely Notion. has that stigma. Yeah. Yes. But <clears throat> it actually felt like a preschool that you just can't leave <laughs> until you decide, you know. Well, for me, I, since I admitted myself, right. I could take myself out of it mm-hmm. as long whenever as I, you whenever I felt like I was ready to get out as back into the to world. What? As opposed to people who have if been there. has been uh, admitted. Judge, I mean, court court ordered to because some people there are yeah. some people that are yeah. court ordered to go in there so are some people the whose families have put them in there mm-hmm. or right. their wives or whatever so if somebody husbands. else puts them in they cannot just get themselves they out they can't no. okay so no, this is where depends. your situation is voluntarily different. <clears throat> yeah yeah okay. you went okay. yeah so I went in in December and I came out in January I was, was there for December about December 2018 December 2018. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't gone that long, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was locked away since 2015. <laughs> the sun. Oh, the sun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Oh, I, I did not see the sun, actually, for about a month and a half. That's true. Right. Because oh. there were no windows there. Okay. There were no, like... Um, Is that by design? Um, I mean, it depends it, on each person. Like with me, I didn't get strolling privileges, uh, privileges okay. um, because I was there for such a short time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had phone pri- privileges, although I was only allowed to make to, uh, make one phone call and receive one phone call, and from a short list of people, oh. like, like a day, depends. Oh, every a day. day, every day, yeah. Wow. And then I get visitors. Okay, you know, okay. Like my Wait, sister, I think I feel listed. we need to backtrack. Okay, so mm-hmm. we start here. This is your journey, but mm-hmm. um, since it was voluntarily. We, we need yeah. to ask why. why. Yeah, Bec- um, it was actually after years and years of struggling it, struggling with it on my own. I just felt like, okay, I think it's time to actually really um, face it head on. Yeah, for what sure. What do you mean by it? Yes, um, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in 2010, mm-hmm. and then years later. Recently, I was um, diagnosed as with, uh, what do you call it? Um, 
borderline personality disorder. Okay, what's that? And I'm still trying to understand what that, <laughs> is. What that is. Okay. Yeah, but right. we can actually take out maybe... Google it? Google, okay. yeah. Can we Google? Because yeah, I sure. can't really explain it. It's Take some, it, um, something that I'm still trying to figure out on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's close to being bipolar, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the treatments are, are almost the same. Okay. <clears throat> I remember the first round of meds that I took back in 2010. They did not work out for me because I think they were, I w- they were overdoing it, I think. Which is why I got so put off because it was expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> And it was just like I, I was feeling like really heavy, and I like I just didn't have any interest to do anything. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it took away the pain, but also took away sort the of happiness. Like the happiness, yeah. like everything else. Mm-hmm. So what, were you numb? So I was a little. It. I wouldn't say numb is the word. Um, it just like I just didn't give a fuck <laughs> about anything. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, mm. which so, is what medication does, right? Like sometimes these yeah, hard-hitting it depends. Ones, it really depends because like right. it. It depends on the doctor. It really depends on the person, mm-hmm. like the, the dosage, dosage. Right. and like what kinds you're on, and like how long you've been on them for. Like they don't actually take effect for at least a couple of weeks, so it takes uh-huh. some time, like for it to adjust. Uh-uh. Like I recently, oh my god, I recently <laughs> just uh, recovered from a nosedive, like because my doctor had taken away something drastically which he shouldn't have Mm. so Mm. i switched doctors i spoke to somebody else and they're like yeah that's 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 kind of um i went from 10 milligrams to like zero of something Mm -hmm. that should not have been taken off it should have been more gradual and i just experienced this like i can't even describe it it's probably like i was in this hole for like two and a half weeks and i thought i would never get out of it Mm -hmm. but you do and that's what i'd like to talk about like you actually you get through it. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how hopeless things may seem, right. you really have to just remember, like, you've been through this before, and you can, you can do it again. And it's, I actually almost had another nosedive recently. Um, but I, What does that ex- look like? What does a nosedive look <clears throat> like when it's happening? Oh, it's not pretty. <laughs> yeah, it is I mean, not pretty. I mean, what is the behavior like, and what is the yeah. reaction from within? Well, with and, me, with yeah, my let's experience. Walk, walk us through it. I couldn't even get out of bed at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even want to take a shower. Like, mm. I'm going to get to, yeah, you know no, what I yeah. mean? Like, this is real. This is, like, this is real. The true story. Like, I, um, I did think about ending my own life a few mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Like, it does, it gets really dark. It, it gets stretches. really, really dark. Like, is it a month? <clears throat> is it a week? How long is it? This was a two and a half week stretch, thing, stretch. And it was really difficult. Like, I was just like, am I going to get out of this? Mm-mm. I don't think I can get out. Get and you're out not of aware that it is, or are you aware? I wasn't because you were just so deep in it. You're yeah. just mm-hmm. so deep into this nosedive that you're not, you're completely like just engulfed in this like like just the sadness and the darkness and the and and sometimes you just feel like you're just you just there's no way you can pull yourself out of it. Mm-mm. It's like you can't get a grip. So so we're talking about something that led you to seek help. Yeah. But were you <clears throat> as a child? there was already symptoms of it in your um, childhood? I think it started when... I think these... all Because the, it starts with... I think with the traumas that happened in, in right. early teens. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom left when I was really young. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out about uh, my real father when I was really young. Because mm-hmm. um, I grew up with my stepdad, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, who's Swedish, mm-hmm. with my sisters and brother. And then... 
you know, one day I found out that, you know, he's not really my dad. And then, like, you know, stuff like things like that, like, like all these. I think it started there. And then How I just we, were, we just weren't addressing it. Right. <clears throat> and you were 13, 14. I must have been about 14 or 15 okay. when all of this happened. And then like. It's just like layers upon layers, layers of stuff. Layers of layers and layers of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're correct. Um, and then finally we addressed it in 2010 when I was hospitalized. Um, so they actually thought about bringing me to the basement then, but back then I was like, hell no. <laughs> I am not going down there because of all the things you hear about the basement, yeah, right? definitely. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's it's like, I'm not, I don't belong there. Oh my God, I'm not crazy. Exactly, I'm and, not and, crazy. And, yeah. and that's what this podcast at the very heart of it, mm-hmm. want to address that stigma. Yeah. Yes, where where people can't even admit to a problem because mm-hmm. they're scared of what is the next step after exactly. you accept that there is a problem, also, or like what, what society other would, think. would think of you. Yeah, right? Exactly. Like I'm actually, you know, I'm actually glad that you guys invited us to talk about mm-hmm. this because this is something that we, we've you know been struggling with for a long time and i'm pretty sure a lot of people out there are yes yeah. and, and i think the filipino culture is so reductive in a way that when you talk about this sometimes ah yan yung yan yung ano mental yan eh. yeah, yeah. And mental the language like, is so important in dealing with a problem like this yeah mm-hmm. because when there's stigma like that that exists in society people who know that they've got a problem mm-hmm. won't seek help because they're afraid of the judgment or they say things like i see i know kukuya kuku yeah yes. yes. or you know you'll have people be like you know don't be sad or cheer up mm-hmm. or i had somebody told me like you need you need to exercise and drink more water i'm like oh okay uh, if that's well, like, like i haven't if that's that, a yeah. cure then oh my god <laughs> i mean i do you know i try to do yeah. I, yo- I do yoga in the mornings mm-hmm. and then like i take up boxing yeah um it does help but mm-hmm. it doesn't help you 100 you know you're not you're not gonna pull yourself out of depression just because you went on the treadmill you exactly. know what i mean like sans so we're going to backtrack even more but mm-hmm. run us by what you were going through before you felt like, you know, I need, need to, to seek go inside. help for this. Okay. Because people are going through stuff mm-hmm. not knowing that, hold on, this might, I yeah, might need professional sure. help for this. So for sure. would you mind telling us not at all. what the journey was like? Um, it was, I, I can't take credit for all of this. I actually, I have to thank my sister, Maria. And my sister is Anika and Maria and um, my brother, Andre. Like, they've been so supportive. Um, I was talking I was I had an episode um where I hurt somebody and I hurt myself okay and I felt like oh my god this this is not this is not cool this is like Mm -hmm. and this is this is sort of like a pattern that had been happening Mm -hmm. for a while so I'm like you know what this is not cool like I think it's time to seek some real help so I texted my sister and I told her what happened and then um she was like would you consider going to Makati Med, the basement? And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. I was actually begging her, please take me there. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, because I had tried hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It actually does work, though. I don't know yeah. if any of you have. Yeah. 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 We had a yeah. session. We had a session week. about this just last week, last Sunday. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So hypnotherapy really did. Uh, we did child regression. No, we did. Um, Past life regression. I wish. I want, I want to try that, actually. But we know someone. Yeah. You do? Yeah, so I had this hypnotherapist. Um, she did we, we did, we worked on um, inner child healing. Oh, okay. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So what we did was we went, you know, back into, we went back into like past 
traumatic events and sort of helped the inner child sort of take them out of the situation and like <clears throat> so you feel a little um safer mm-hmm. i yeah. think yeah. you feel safer and lighter afterwards right. yeah. yeah so that dealt with a lot of like traumas that had happened in the past and it, it it really did help i can't really explain it it just when i went in to the first session i was like this is this is crazy what are you doing <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like you're getting sleepy, <laughs> Ooh. and then they put you under, and I'm like, oh my god. But um, no, it's not. It's not like that at all. It's very. It's very. Um, they're just talking to you. They're just talking. They're basically. It's you. You're doing most of the work. You're, yeah. They're just yeah. guiding yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It you're has to be like that. You have to do most of the work. Yeah, off. it's true. It actually does start with you. Yeah, it really does. It, all of it. All of it. Um, it starts with you saying, "I need." Mm-mm. And when you can recognize that and when you can address it, oh my gosh, you can do so much for yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, finally, when um, it was very sudden, it was very like um, going back to when, when I had been to myself, um, it was like, let's go tomorrow. I'm like, okay, I have like a night to think about it and stuff. And I was like, pretty, pretty, I had my heart set on it You're because on I it. felt yeah. like. You know, I have done basically almost everything that I can do. Mm-hmm. I think this might this might be something that could help me. You know, like I haven't tried this so professionally, yeah. and yeah. here and here and here, this opportunity has come. So why not take it? You know what I mean. So I took that chance. I went in <laughs> with my pillow <laughs> and <laughs> packed a little bag. Um, there are a few restrictions, like you can't have. Uh, let's say jumpers with strings on it yep. or okay. or like jackets with strings or you can't have your cell phone mm-hmm. you can you there are certain books you can't bring in oh really um i they everything gets screened everything oh. absolutely like f- i don't i think the food gets screened the mm-hmm. books and magazines and stuff okay. get screened you can have a journal and stuff, but it has to be. There's no spine. Okay, is it because like, of self harm? It's because yeah. of self harm. Yeah, or harm to <laughs> others. Like yeah. you never know what um, what you're getting yourself into. Um, but um, yeah, it was a very very controlled environment. It was very. Um, the staff was amazing. Okay, the nurses and the doctors are amazing. Like, oh, they're great. In my head, in your like, head, you're thinking. All of God, this giant girl interrupted the show. Girl interrupted level. Girl interrupted levels. There were some. There were some girl interrupted moments. Not for me though, but but for for other for other patients. I just. Do you get to interact with the other people that's there with? Okay, for sure. I went in in December, so it was it was the holidays. Mm -hmm. So there weren't there were only like maybe five to six people, and then like in January, people started to roll in in and out. Wow. And then you get really interesting characters, okay. and I've made some, f- and I've made some friends. Nice. Inside. So when yeah. you're when you're there two weeks, two and a half weeks, you have sessions with a therapist. Oh no, I was oh. there for a month and a half. Oh, so for a month and a half. Yeah, run us through the the like a day. Yeah, like a day. A day. Wow. Okay. So um, every every day in the week we have different activities. Like there's cooking class. Mm. Um, there's um, there's dance even. Oh, just everyday stuff. There's. Yeah. Um, what else is there? There's art therapy. Mm-hmm. And then you have your doctor's sessions. Right. Like your doctor comes in maybe once a week, twice a week, depending on... And then mm-hmm. they have the resident doctors where you can talk to any time of the, of the okay. day. Mm-hmm. And hats off to you resident doctors over there, <laughs> like 24-7, just like... 
I can add it. You have to be yeah. readily available. Exactly. Oh. The nurses, everybody mm-hmm. over there, like, if you're listening, I love you guys. Is there a group session with everybody? Because then, like, 28 days later, and then girl there, I was expecting group yeah, like sessions, circle, but the, the circle where you're yeah, yeah, sharing yeah, your... Share with each other. Yeah. No, we didn't get that. We didn't get that at all. But, I mean, <laughs> it's funny. I remember my roommate... Her name was Stephanie. Oh, you have a roommate. I had two roommates, mm. and then I had the room to myself when they had left, and then like I had roommates again. The first roommate I had was this girl named Stephanie. She was from New York. She was in for bipolar disorder, and she was like, "So what are you in for?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" I woke Yo. up. I, woke, I know, right? It's so funny. She, she, um, she, I woke up and she was sitting there, kind of like smiling, and I'm like, "Hi." <laughs> and she's like, "So what are you in for?" And I'm like, um, "Bipolar, I think." Accent. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm by Boulder too. And she was so sweet. Like, really? she was, she, she, she told me, like, everything about the Mm-mm. place. She was like, you know, we have, we have board games there. And they're a Monopoly. Mm-hmm. There's Monopoly. Right. And there and there's this guy named Gerard who had been there for a really long time, and he made up his own rules. Oh. <laughs> so we, we go by the Gerard rules. Like, what, what is an example of a Gerard rule? <laughs> oh, yeah, if you, if you land on, on Go, you get 400 Nice. Instead of two hundred, instead of just two hundred. If you pass, if you pass it, you get the two hundred. But if you land on, on it, it, you get four hundred. Yeah. Nice rule. I like it's a great rule. He had great rules. <laughs> yeah, I got to play the guitar. My mom, uh, my sister left the guitar. I've mm-hmm. been learning a lot of guitar actually recently. Mm-hmm. Music is actually a great um, therapy. Therapy. Yeah. Um, what else would we do there? Oh, they would have uh, bingo, and bingo was so much fun. <laughs> they would have bingo, and like you, you would play for snacks, <laughs> and you'd be like, bingo! <laughs> and like you get all these like the snacks that they would buy from the Mercury Drug next door. So, how um, was it being with other people in this contained environment that mm-hmm. had the same issues as you, and yeah. then also conversely worse off? Yeah, because you know, there's it was actually a very humbling experience. Um, I actually miss some of the guys that I that I met in there. I I should I should um, stop by. Yeah, I should stop by and like visit them. Mm. It was um, interacting with them and um, being just being because you're with living them. with them and yeah. you see them and you play games with them. You you establish connections with yeah, them. Yeah, it's just like being with like normal. People Did it help are, deal with that we all the issues? Like, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not <laughs> yeah, alone in this. Yeah, definitely not alone. Like, there, we had you, you had people in there for, like, suicide attempts mm-hmm. or, you know, um, people were in there for... Someone was in there for more of a physical ailment more mm-hmm. than a mental thing um, okay. just different so it's just very, different. very different yeah but because like when you're out in the outside world you're like you're, you're here thinking, and then yeah. like all these people are oh they're normal they're cool but then yeah. here in this environment it's everybody's everybody's, everybody's struggling everybody's Everyone struggling is yeah that's working true. on something so yeah that's true i identify with your story because it also i i saw it professional help mm. just like you something had brought me to like a really low point in my life didn't know what to do I've entertained uh, suicidal thoughts forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when I was nine years old. Oh, wow. Nobody knew, except my journal. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was always in my head an exit. So young. Yeah. Yeah, because for me, it was like, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take the pain. And the only, the only antidote I felt was because being alive hurt. Yeah. I was thinking yes. maybe if I off myself, it would be done. Yeah. Yeah. And just like you, it had reached a point where I can't handle it anymore. I, I can't. This was in my 30s, and I asked, and I wa- just wanted to know. I just, 
am I crazy? Am I, <laughs> I just needed a doctor to tell me because it didn't make sense. Right. And then I went through therapy. Same thing as you. And it's that, it's that moment uh, of recognition that there's a problem you can't heal by yourself, that mm-hmm. you need help. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it, just like what you said and what we discovered, all of us here, a lot of those trauma come from childhood. Yes. yes. Whether our parents sure. know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's as simple as hindi kasi nundo. Yeah. But it keeps happening mm-hmm. and that brings a certain feeling to a child and mm-hmm. if a child is not uh, helped processing these things and they just push it down yeah, yeah so it true. will it will come out in later life maybe in your relationship and you, you don't know? yeah exactly yeah. I had a lot of um, what would you call it broken relationships yes, yes. Yeah. because of this because like um, what you guys were talking about like how can you love somebody if you don't really love yourself so that really put a lot of damage into the relationships that yeah. I had been taking or mm-hmm. that I've been doing because I thought I, by filling this void with these relationships, I would be solving my problems. Yep. Yeah. But they would actually yep. be part of the problem. Yep. Or making them worse. Or making them worse. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, I've been single <laughs> since 2017 and it's been great. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, stress Jelly's in that boat. Yeah. Yeah. Since 2016 here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny because it sounds funny, but without that person there, you can really see yourself clearly. Yes. You do not project. You learn so much about so yourself. Much. Yeah. yeah. And, it's and crazy. If there's yeah. one thing we know, it's that a moment alone. And this helped you too, right? Yes, absolutely. You had a break mm-hmm. from segueing from one relationship to the uh, other. Yeah. That at the end of that string, you just, Mm-mm. well, who am I without a man? Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah but, right? but people are scared to do, they never get to I'm okay without them because they don't want to jump. From with a man to without, without a one. man, right? I think mm-hmm. it's because when you're alone and you're not with anyone, then you're left with having to deal with yourself. And some people yeah. just don't want to do that. They want to be dist- distracted. They need yeah. that distraction. Yeah, yeah they, they don't want to. They don't want to tackle the real problem. They don't want to face it, um, which is yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Del, Fran, Jelly. The eavesdrop. Bianca. Yes. Jenny. Since we started talking about Sonia's journey. Can we hear yours, please? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, coming off from what Dell was saying, I know that, you know, I was, I'm a very, as much as our lives are public, you know, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're like on Instagram public figures. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm actually a very, very, very private person. Yes, and it's you funny are. Because <laughs> when I, when Sonia and I were modeling, like in the past, how do we, how do we begin? Okay. Before we get to Sanya, so <laughs> from what you were saying, inner child. Right. Yes. Um, I. A lot of people know that you know my brother passed away like two years ago. This is something that I shared on Instagram, mm-hmm. and but it was so much more than that. And I'm so glad that Del, you you brought that up because um, I did get help, a grief counselor, mm. and you know. And that opened Pandora's box that I thought I was in it for the grief. Right. And then you realize that there's so many things that you have not yet addressed. Yep. Right. And, um, and I'm still going through that now. Um, I think the one thing that really has been, I don't say haunting me. It doesn't haunt me anymore, but it will, I'll have triggers here now and then. Mm-hmm. It's because I was bullied uh, from the fifth mm-hmm. grade up until college. Whoa. For so, what? Yeah. What were you bullied for? You know, um, you're, you're trying to think of what could they possibly bully on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, in the fifth grade, when I, when I finally, um, we were old enough and I confronted some of them, some of them were just like, 
I just happened to be the new girl in school. Oh my god! It wasn't even something profound yeah. or specific. It, yeah, very specific. <laughs> right. It was um, no kids are mean. Kids are kids so are mean. mean. Kids yeah, are really mean. I came from a very like uh, it was like a gossip girl school, very snobby, mm. yeah, private girl school, and um, yeah, like I think about it, it still triggers you it, a little yeah, bit. Triggers it triggers you a bit. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to be honest, I I was very scared to come here today, um, because you know when you're in the public eye, we all have a persona. Yes, yeah. for so, sure. So, and when I when you turn that on, we're like up, we're still us, but it's a different person. It's a default yeah. persona that when I turn it on, like. I am invincible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an armor. Right, you're you're yeah, confident. Right? Like you were just right. fearless. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but then when the lights are off and, and, and the mics are whatever, I, you, all of us, we yes. are just as normal yeah. as everybody. And my normal for me is um, in, in many ways, I am still like a little girl. Yeah. I, I have a difficulty being... <laughs> around girls yeah because it's, of that trauma yeah yes yes okay it's it's it's, it's huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we it's, so we get you i was you. really scared you. like right. to come here and then i was thinking oh should i go right. should i do this but then jelly's like my friend <laughs> right and then the adult in me knows no, Jelly's a good person. Right. Like, I do have a lot of self-conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the inner child will be like, she's yeah. just like everybody. Right. She's just like all those kids who bullied you. She's not right. real. You know, mm-hmm. it's that yeah. battle. Right. And then I think, no, that's the past. Like, it's that inner conversation mm, yeah. of just, it, it's, it's tapos na siya. Yeah. You know, you can, you know. You, you can power through this. I always right. say that mm. you can, you can fucking power through this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. Um, and I think that's why I wanted to become a host. I I didn't know I could become a host because I I was I actually repeated third year high school because the the bullying was so bad. I used to talk to the walls. Oh man! And um, is this one it, one whole school system like from grade school to high school? Um, grade school to high school, and then and then I went to college in another school. Uh uh-uh. And um, made bullying. It, it led, of course, the people. Oh. From, from school, like, were there. It followed me there. <laughs> right. no. Man. Um, so basically, the the rumors were like I was what. What started as we were just kids, they, well, there was one time they locked me inside the bathroom. <gasps> it was in the fifth grade, and they sprayed like bygone. What? Oh my Who God. are these girls? And we'll um, spank they closed, them. Like, I know, the right? Ja- I said jealousy with yeah, you. Yeah, jealousy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, it's, it's horrifying. It's just one of many stories. Right. But, um, and I tried to commit suicide. And I know my parents hate that I talk about mm-hmm. this, but I. It's not their fault. Yeah. Because I think, and we'll get to that later. Like now I'm actually a motivational speaker. I give talks to like families and Mm -hmm. and students about, you know, preparing yourselves, being aware of of the bullying and, and, and because bullies in the way they're, they're being triggered too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a reason for that. Exactly. And, um, and I, I, I tell my parents now, like I have to, Tell them, don't worry, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Because you were just as clueless as, as I was. And um, 
I just want to help people mm-hmm. to power through this. Right. And uh, I tried committing suicide first of nine attempts in school. Well, in different places, but that was in school. And it was really sad because I got suspended for two weeks. What? Oh, because man. rather than see that, oh, Bianca, there's a problem. problem. Yeah. How can we Something's fix this? Can we help it's more you? like, oh, my God, she's the problem. Oh, yeah. You know, that the, the word was, I'm so KSP. Oh. Or kulang tapansin. Mm-hmm. For wow. our foreign followers, foreign ano bang kulang tapansin? <laughs> um, <laughs> lack um, of attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah attention. Lack of attention. Attention yeah. seeker. Yeah. Attention, uh, attention yeah. So oh. um, that I was doing it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I got suspended and it was never addressed. And then the other... How did your parents take that, that incident mm-hmm. where you tried to off yourself in school and instead of getting help from the school or intervening, they blamed, they you, blamed you? You know, my, my school blamed me, mm-hmm. but my parents never blamed me. But, you know, it was such a long time ago, but I... Wow, I feel like I'm in therapy right now because... Mm-hmm. I, when I think about it, I don't remember. But now I kind of do remember. And one of the things that happens to everybody, when something, when we get hit with anxiety, mm-hmm. there's a thing called avoidance. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. And I think that's what they did because they didn't know how to, how to address it. it. Yeah. Okay. And because, like what Sani was saying, you are so deep in your depression, Mm-mm. you don't know this anything else. Yeah. So I probably didn't, I already felt very alone from the beginning because mm. I kept telling my parents oh this is the other thing I kept telling my parents I first day of school palang, I had no friends already and I was like please remove me from the school Mm-mm. I want to go back to my old school and and I once again I'm telling everybody I'm not blaming my parents I'm just this is probably what other parent would, would say back then right. yeah. they right. said you know the things that you go through with your friends, those are like childish things. Yeah. You know, like when you grow up, those are like the real problems. Yeah. And technically, that is true. Mm-hmm. It is true that the problems that you go through as adults, when you look back at your childhood, oh my God, I, I sat so down over nothing. a fucking lunchbox. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like that. But at the same time, it's, we need to inform our parents or, or just caretakers that... To, an, uh, to a child, it's very that real. Is their that's world. That's, that's their life. Yeah, I was ju- just about to say when you say the benefit of that point of view is a grown up talking. Yes, mm-hmm. that's not a child. That's it's, not the child. To the child, you yeah. are not validating the child. Yeah. You're validating yourself. yourself. And yeah. also, when you say childish problems. That's an adult's term. Yes. To a child, yeah. that's just a problem. It's yeah. like, what do you right? mean childish? Like, yeah. but I am, am a, a child. child. Yeah. You know? exactly. And at the same time, when I was like 13 years old, I don't think of it as I am a child. It's just me. me You're just being me. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it's... Yeah, wow, I'm still emotional about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it, this just needs to be said because uh, uh, I think a lot of parents from our generation... This is what's so scary for us who suffer. And, and, and just looking at this table, mm-hmm. sorry, <laughs> it's profound that we all went through it. Yeah. And that we didn't have a lot of grown-ups who knew what to do. Yeah. yeah. And that's really the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because children don't know. They don't really know. don't know. And for the most part, 
it's the parents who's supposed to help them through these big emotions. Yes. yes. And to be attuned to the child. Yeah. Emotionally, mentally, whatever. Yeah. Because that's what being a parent is about. But we come from a generation where that just wasn't the thing. Yes. You just send your kids to school, put food on the table. Yunayon. Yunayon. Yeah. The minimum is to make them graduate. The emotional oh, yeah. support did exactly. not exist. The th- emotional support did not exist. Yeah. Right now we're really, hyper aware. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's just really important that we need to understand also, like, I'm a parent, you know, and, and I didn't say we, I'm saying I because everybody has their own parenting style. Yeah. yeah. And um, I admit, like, I could be a better mom mm-hmm. had I not had these issues. But at the same time, I think to myself, yep. every are. parent, nine out of 10 parents, mm-hmm. have an inner child that has not been addressed. Of course. So mm-hmm. the way that they react, I'm going to try to make it as simple as possible. The way your parents react to you is probably how their parents reacted yes. to them. them. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So now, I guess the reason why I decided to, to come here today or when Sonia was talking about her depression, I felt like I had to remember I like I messaged her like privately and and I, I thought to myself like I never had friends. I mm. I'm with you. Not you. Yeah. I never mm. had friends. So I was I've been a loner for uh, no, I'm happy now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> we need I'm, to. This I'm is fucking a, happy now, guys. This is a gym. Yeah. This is a gym. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. 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 No, but um, I've been a loner for pretty much my whole life. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, on one side, I'm, I'm so mentally strong that maybe emotionally I'm very in touch with my emotions, but mentally, like I. I can power through anything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, I, I think back at it and it's like, I don't want other people to go through that. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So sure. if, yeah. So two things I'll just need to bring up. Um, yeah. And as much as you say that, you know, being a parent, it's your awareness of where you went. Yeah. I mean, where you've come from, that difficulty. That's what's going to make you a different parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it really is. Because I, you want to break the cycle. Yeah. yeah. Break the cycle and at the same time, because the danger sometimes is you went through this as a child, you tried to correct it in your child. Yeah. When your child, that's not their problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're not... Because your child is not you. Yeah, your child is not you. And, and De- Demi Moore said this, like she was raised by a bipolar mother and for the most part, she was the mom, yeah. and she was the mom was the daughter, and she mm. was taking charge. And when she had children, she started addressing a lot of things in her childhood, and she had to stop herself, like, dude, not their story. Yeah. This is my story with my mother. Mm. I cannot correct it in my child's childhood. Yeah. Yeah. They will have their own shit to deal with, but it won't be mine. Yeah. Yeah. So you're probably a better parent because you're aware because of that. There's just a lot of guilt that you carry, yeah. you know, because guilt you, for from what? What's like, I guess um, sometimes you know what's so funny. You a lot of girls probably they look at Instagram. Okay, b- before I say this backstory, <laughs> one of the things that I that followed me to college, like I was saying, I was Mm-mm. bullied was um, that I was a slut. Mm. I'd slept with all these guys who I have never met, <laughs> by the way. Mm-mm. And um, 
one of the nice things I've met some of them now, and I tell them to to their face. Didn't you say that you fucked my brains out before? <laughs> <laughs> Please say that again to me now, now to my face. Yeah. No, but anyway. That's Sucker. a sideline. Sidebar. <laughs> sidebar. Sidebar. <laughs> but um, it followed me to college. And so apart from coming from an all-girls school, not trusting girls, girls. in general, mm-hmm. growing up be- in college, and I also didn't trust boys <laughs> because I always yes. just thought yeah. they just wanted me for sex. Right. Yeah. Like I would walk through my college, and I remember there was one player – a, a like basketball player mm-hmm. he was talking to me in front of like this very open area where everyone is smoking and then he said something to me and he said do you know where the where the gym is and i think to myself but you're, you're a ball player <laughs> shouldn't you, <laughs> shouldn't you, know? Shouldn't you know and then but but i just said anyway oh it's like right there it was just like straight ahead and then after that one of my blockmates it came got up people to me talking. and then said like do you know that guy? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you just asked me where the gym was. He's like, he just said that he fucked you. Oh my God. He just had to establish to that, the scene that, that he was you, talking. You guys yes. were talking. Yeah. yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, once again, just zero friends. Mm-mm. And then, um, this is, uh, another story. And, um, it's so silly when princess Diana died. Okay, this was in 1997. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember. Okay. So Wait. when she passed away, everyone was devastated, mm-hmm. right? Everyone was crying, right? And everyone mm-hmm. was offering flowers. Yeah, yeah. It was a really sad day. Um, when Johnny Versace died, and I know this is going to sound really funny, but um, when I was growing up in school, I was a bit of a tomboy. Mm-hmm. I I guess it was my way of also protecting myself. Yeah, yep. right? stay safe. So, um, and my parents always bought all my my clothes, and they always brought me branded things. <laughs> As a teenager, you don't. At least to me, I'm like oh, I only wear Versace. I only wear Armani. You know, it was just they were my clothes, and that was done. This is what was given to me. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then eventually that I gained this reputation in school that I would always wear branded things. Oh. And I guess that also led to other people just not liking me very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. You were a target. Yeah. Right. And then mm-hmm. when I got to college, I, I, I always wore Versace jeans. I know this is, it sounds so, I'm thinking about it, it's like so silly, but I, I had like maybe 20 pairs of Versace mm-hmm. jeans because my sister always bought them for me. My brother, my, 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 my It parents. was just your norm. It was my norm. Yeah. yeah. But I never looked at it as Versace jeans. Yeah. I just looked at them as, as my clothes, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I can imagine from somebody outside, not knowing you at all, full yeah. of judgment, Right, we'll yeah. think, oh, this girl, I'll get totally, and then she is also the slut, mm. and then she was that girl who was bullied in high school. It's like yep. I had everything working against, against me, you, yeah. right? Mm. And so, um, not playing, trying to play the victim here. I'm just trying to tell the story, meaning to say, when Versace died, of course, to me, I'm like, I was more hit that he died. Then Diana died. Zan. I was already sad that Diana died, but I was even more mm-hmm. sad yeah. that Johnny Versace died because as a family, like, we These just are all wore Versace, <laughs> you know? And, right. um, and um, you know those jokes they make in school? Like, when Diana died, I, a classmate of mine said, Oi, guys, sorry, uh, hindi ako maka- attend. I, I can't attend Princess Diana's wake because I have school. It's obviously a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's obviously mm-hmm. a joke. 
I decided to make a joke too. I said, oh shucks, I can't go to Johnny Versace's wake because I can't be absent for school. Mm-mm. And People they took it the wrong way. took it seriously. Oh my God. Mm. Instead, oh my God. they thought, ang yabang naman ni Bianca Valerio. Invited pa siya. She still has to announce it to everybody that right. she's invited. Mm-hmm. Oh the guy already died. In fairness, <laughs> I'm very flattered that you all believe that I was invited to Johnny Versace's wake. Okay. <laughs> It was almost like people loved that if there's something that they could mm-hmm. nitpick about me, they will. Let's, let's, They're going to pounce it's on like it. The Kardashians. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why I don't hate the Kardashians. If I anything, like I them. stand for them because yeah. I'm like, you guys just want to hate for the sake of hating. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there was one story where rumors would go around that Keshodao, I went out to the chapel of La Salle, which I've never been to, by the way, mm-hmm. and I started down kneeling on my knees. Oh my you know walking. that kneel, parang in baklara, you're, you're kneeling, and then I oh did my. down that cross on the floor oh because my. I was offering prayers to Johnny Versace. What? And oh this actually God. reached wow. heart evangelista. Really? Why? Okay, so I did a show two years ago for Mark Boomgarner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was one of his muses. And this was the time that she was launching. She had painted on, on mm. his clothes. They did a collaboration. And Hart was Not there. And then she just said, and then uh, I can't remember the conversation. She said, yeah, like, you know, the time that you, like, cried over Versace. And I'm like, she's younger than me. Oh. But she heard about it. And she heard, she about, heard it. about it. Like, I, and to think there was no internet back then. I was going to say, oh, yeah. Yeah. the word of went viral yeah, like, during that I, time. I was a viral sensation in every bad way. Mm-hmm. I, my parents even heard about how my brother is 11 years older than me. And he had heard about guys sleeping with me mm-hmm. that were his age. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, I, like, there were guys, everyday guys. Every day on the phone, there would be guys who would calling me would be would call like and prank pr- calls prank and call and be like yeah. magkano ka? Oh my god! How much? Oh you know? Oh and gosh. guy and my dad would say, "Wow, Bianca, you're so you're so lucky. You have all these boys like clamoring all over you." <sighs> but of course, I could never tell them what it was, what it was for oh, real. Yeah. And that's why I I hated guys. Mm-hmm. I hated and and um and added to it, I got pregnant so early. So that just validated. Oh, oh yeah. she's really a yeah. Right, but mm. it was just because I was—I had no friends. Mm. I was—I my self-esteem was so low. I was just so happy. Wow, this guy likes me. Right, right, mm-hmm. and um, and I thought it was legit, and you know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, fast forward to today, I, the per, I've worked on uh, our persona is so Iron Man, Avengers on point, mm. but people don't realize that the person on Instagram is not. The real, the, yeah. Is is that the one not real? But it's, it's not, not all there is e- to it. Everything, everything. you know, and yeah. it's a myth. Yeah, and Who sometimes I feel like I'm disappointing mm. someone when I meet them, when they realize I'm nothing like the Instagram person. I'm actually Mm-mm. very quiet. Yeah, I'm very guarded, Mm-mm. and people think like I'm such a bitch. Mm-hmm. I wear shades all the time because I <laughs> I have difficulty making eye contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because it's just my way of 
protecting, protecting myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I'm not gonna explain that to someone. Oi, sorry, nakashades ako kasi guarded ako kasi nung bata. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking say that to people, right? But they expect you to be Uh-oh. this perfect, like, Mm-mm. you know, and... Super friendly, super, accommodating. Yeah, and they're like... Oh, but, or they think that because we host, that we're talking like all, all the, the time. time. And and we're my PR. I am the most non-PR person. Right. I hate small talk. Mm-hmm. I'm so not plastic. I think I that's just, what, what can be said about all the ladies at yeah. this yeah. table. Yeah. 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 We're just really, really not. Cheers yeah. to that. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to Sorry, I'm so sorry. I dominated the no, conversation. No, I really no, like no. and appreciate that story because you mm-hmm. can see already both sides, right? And then I can visualize all the haters that you had and their wheels turning because outwardly they see all of this, but they don't know the real story of Bianca. Yeah. But then they just have their own story in their head. Perception. In their head. And yeah, their yeah. own perception. They've created right. the story in their head based on what they see. Yeah. yeah. And my, then, my my question is because uh, the hosts of the eaves, eavesdrop are all mothers. Yes. And so now when we look at our trauma from childhood, all of it, you can't take away the role of parents. And, and I'll, I'll say this because I could see you saying, I'm not blaming my parents. This is not about blaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hear this in almost all of the trauma stories of the celebrities that we get to hear like an extended version of an interview. Yeah. And all of them, most of them feel guilty. Not for anything, but to even say that there was a problem. That you were struggling. Because immediately, the next question is, where was your parent? Yeah. Because that would be my next question. Not for blame. Yeah. But more like to, to document what it feels like for a child to go through all this. Where's the home? I will say this, though. Back when that happened, I mean, I come from a, I had a very loving childhood. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I had everything, you know, um, in all ways possible. I never felt like there was a pagkukulang. If yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Time. It was just, um, it was, yeah, I mean, time, like none of that. Presence. It was just really, they just didn't understand. They just didn't understand. And in saying that, fast forward to today, I can see that they have more than made up for it. Mm. They've they've tried in their own way to make up for it. And I know that my counselor was telling me every time I say... Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this about my mom. Like, it's not her fault. She's like, stop defending yeah. her. Yeah. You yes. need to honor your feelings. Yeah. But yes. it's very hard, hard because I'm mm-hmm. a mom too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want my daughter telling me, fuck you, you know? And so I, I, it's, it's, that, it's that struggle. But at the same time, I think I'm, we're, we're telling our listeners right now that, you know, when you feel something, I think that the difficulty with today is, we we're we're we've been trained indoctrinated mm-hmm. to not feel what we feel yep to drink to shop to have sex to take um pills and not to take anything away from you sound but you, mm-hmm. distraction because yeah. yours is you made a conscious effort to yeah. take, get help yes. others when i mean like drugs yeah, yeah. you yeah. know like mm-hmm. and distraction could actually mean just when my brother passed away i gained 30 pounds mm-hmm. and i was eating and eating and exactly what Sonia said when 
Dell, I think when you asked Sonia um, something about what she was feeling or what was happening around her, and she and Sonia, you said. I don't know because I was so so deep, deep. in my emotions. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. You don't think to yourself, You're not aware of I'm it. I'm gaining five pounds right yeah. now eating this ice cream. Yeah. You don't. It's just one day, holy shit, from an extra small, I became a large. <laughs> you know? And it, it was just, you just wake up one day. Mm-hmm. And um, you, a lot of people think that our work is a very superficial industry you know what it is it is yeah. it is it is but it also saved my life because mm. i was clothes weren't starting to fit me anymore and you know that <laughs> clients will judge us from yep. how we fit in our clothes mm. yep especially like Plus the packaging you've already made for yourself fitness oh. yeah. i have to be that sexy girl <laughs> and you know when you're really chunky already mm. and clients will be like mm. <laughs> you know, but they won't yeah. say anything, right? And they're like, oh, so you just came from vacation? And you know what that <laughs> means, right? So, and so that for me, it's like, oy, Bianca, kailangan you need to work, you know? And that's when I started to see, like, I, I need to address this. And so, so for um, you, it was a wake-up call. It mm-hmm. was a wake-up call. Right. So I still think modeling, no matter what, you know, mm-hmm. I still thank the work that I do. Yes. We're yeah, all sure. led here for a reason. Yeah. And so um, I think just before we get back to the discussion is I just want people to know that a lot of people think that artists, that's why they're called artists, we express our pain mm-hmm. through creating art, whether it be conversation right. or or visuals or photographs or whatnot i mean honestly instagram it can be a form of therapy yeah how you express yourself or it can be a form of um, <clears throat> false validation which yeah. is the narcissistic type depends of thing, on the right? way you look at it yeah mm-hmm. i mean um i use travel now as my form of therapy i love it's your travel oh, no. No. your travel your travel <laughs> stuff is like, amazing oh my gosh but this i do my peg <laughs> But, you know, I do get comments, uh, Bianca, you know, you need to show a little bit more skin. Oh, my God. You're always just... Who's saying this? Trust me. There are people out there. They're like, because you know sex sells and and you need to add more following. I've been told this, too. Yeah. Yeah, You need to post more bikini photos. Oh, yeah. Or selfies. Wait, these these are people who, like, clients or, like, just random-ass people? Random clients. Oh, everybody, agents, a lot everyone. Of yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. The funniest comment I probably gotten from uh, somebody that I would consider a friend was, mm-hmm. "Gel, you have to post less of Juliana if you want to get a man." Oh, they need to <gasps> stop! Wow, yeah, that, that is so wrong. to get a man. Okay, first of all, what makes you think that I actually want to get a man? Oh, yeah. And you know, secondly, if I did end up with a man that I do want. He has to know from the very beginning that I have a daughter. Yeah, and he is going yes. to be part of our yeah. life. So You're not even a plus post- one. You're like one unit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, but I found that just really funny. Like you have to post less of your daughter. I'm like, oh, okay. wow. That's all right. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, I have no, no plans thanks. to. If I do want, it's because I want a little bit more privacy. Yeah, but that's not going to happen right now because I love posting about her. Anyway, <laughs> that's funny. Were you, you're not offended. I mean, I see you. It was a light thing, yeah. but I mean, like that's really I, I offensive. Because the thing is, what I've come to realize is people will say things, mm. you know? They just Blurt vomit it things yeah. and it's without also you a projection of their it's, own it's fears and their own consciousness. It's just about whether I'm going to take offense in that. 
Yeah. And if I did, then there will be that negative feeling between me and this person. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm pretty sure she meant well, meaning thinking that, you know, I need a man or <laughs> yeah, I might be sad. I yeah. might need a love life. Everyone thinks I need a love life. So that's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but, you know, I just didn't take offense so to just it. Accept, yeah. You just accept that some people are just like that. That's true. <laughs> I would be like, Acceptance I need to school key, you. Sandali I lang. Sabihin ko lang. Yeah. And yeah, I, have, I have Monica for that. <laughs> Monica, come here. You do this for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But isn't it Del like, or, or Sonia, like, I, mm-hmm. I think we're all conscious in this table yeah. that everything that anyone says to you whether good or bad is just a projection a reflection of who they are yeah they are. that's yeah. why i, I have now no we've gotten to that point right that after everything that we've gone through now we realize that but you know it's funny when you were telling us your story you are around a table of girls who've also who didn't grow up with girlfriends girls. yeah really none yeah. of us had, I had girlfriends yeah. nope Elmar, Monica Francesca Jelly Victor The Eavesdrop we're yeah, very except few uh, for, very except few. for Monica who was really surrounded by family Del and myself we were very much alone, alone yeah. growing up both yeah. are loners yeah I'm a loner Same. too super yeah. loners oh my god <laughs> you guys can be loners together. We're all loners. Well, you know, there's a there's a dominant theory that a lot of people who are who suffer from a lot of these things, like the inner monologue, whether yeah. it's a traumatic childhood, whatever, some of them will find themselves in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. and that's because there's a need. They will put up a persona that can stand the world. Yeah. And they will be so good at it because they know what it's like not to be wanted or to be liked, that they will develop a personality where they will be liked. Yeah. And it will be a big hit to the world. Yeah. But at the same time, it makes the problem worse. Yeah. Because if they don't show up as their, their real selves, the pressure of the false self being liked magnifies the part where you go, you like me for this, but I'm not this. Yeah. Yeah. And the inner child mm-hmm. just regresses, regresses and regresses, and regresses. And regresses. so much right. more. And this is what, like, I know this is off-tangent, but I just want to say, like, uh, if you have time, there's a, a Netflix special by Hannah Gadsby. It's called Nanette. Okay. And she's a lesbian, uh, lesbian stand-up. And for 12 years, she had been doing self-deprecating humor. Yeah about her weight, about being lesbian, about everything. And then all of a sudden, she came out with a special called Nanette. And she said, I am going to quit comedy. Because when I made fun of my coming out story and how she was raped, she was assaulted. She she was raped as a young child. She was raped before she was even in her 20s. Um, And then she was beaten by a guy just for being gay. Mm. And she said that she had made fun of it and entertain people with that trauma the problem is when you do that you're in a suspended state of it's like you never see what comes next because you made fun of a trauma yeah and people you're invalidating it yeah you're you're making fun of it and and you do this for 12 years making Mm -hmm. people laugh about your trauma and you go you're in this state where you never get past it. Right. Because yeah. you've made that a living sense. out of it, right? Yeah. 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 And that's why she said, I need to stop telling myself that I'm less in my jokes. Because that's yeah. essentially what it is. And yeah. she said, self-deprecating humor is great. But when you live in the margins, which is gay, mm-hmm. woman, fat. Yeah. It's, it's not humility. It's humiliating. Right. That's True. what she's saying. Yeah. And then you're doing this to yourself, hurting yourself. 
by making it as a joke. And I think a lot of us have learned to kind of do that to a lesser degree. Mm -hmm. To put up this wall yeah to face people mm-hmm. and it's funny that we find ourselves in the public eye yeah, yeah. It's the irony of it all the irony we're not prepared for the public but we have very public jobs yeah, yeah. and true. a it's slight so a slight comment on your uh, instagram can set you off It'll on a dance you. spiral oh, because yeah. you're not okay right yeah i i need to ask sonia this and let me know if you're ready to to <clears throat> answer it right uh, december to January, you were in the basement. Yes. And then we hear the news of your dad. Right. Did that compound the problem? What What did it do to you? Um, wow. It was really like, it was a shock because it's like I had just come out of this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then literally like three days later, I'm, I'm, I, hear, I hear the news. I hear the news of my father's passing and then... A week after that, I also learned the news of my ex-boyfriend committing suicide. So it was all these things, like, coming up, lined up, one after the other, and it was just like... I felt bad because I made it about me. Like, I almost made it about... Like, is this about me? Or no, this is about them. Or no, I don't even know. Like, I was, like, sort of really confused as Mm. to where I should be... Emotionally. Emotionally. Like, I didn't know how to compartmentalize all these feelings and emotions. Um, I was actually told off for um, sharing that story on Instagram. Someone, someone told me that like you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have shared your story yeah. like that. Like those are separate. Those are all separate events. Why did you make it one post? And I'm like, wait, my life. Yeah, Whoa, dude. this is my life. First my of all, Instagram <laughs> account is um, Sonia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, can I comment for you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> clearly, you're the expert on me. Yeah, right? Exactly. I was like, what? I was also told that I was being unprofessional uh, by, by um, going into the ward. I was like, okay, does my, does my mental health require two weeks' notice? Like, right. I felt, you know, for when, when these things were being told to me, I started to believe them. But then yeah. after a while, you just kind of shake it off and you're like, no, what, no, yeah. what the hell? No. Fuck no. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not going to take that from you. Plus, there's nothing wrong with yeah. grief. Grief is partly about you because it's the loss of the person in your life. Right. Yeah, it cannot sure. be purely about that person. That person's dead. Yeah. They yeah. don't know anything. Mm-hmm. They will not feel the pain. Mm-hmm. It's those who are left who carry the burden. Yeah. And I know that's that Bianca... Keanu Reeves said. Yeah, Keanu because th- that's forever. what Bianca, you were also mm-hmm. saying, like, uh, the passing of, of the ones we love they're already gone. Mm-mm. Yeah. They don't have to carry the burden of loss. Yeah. Yeah. It's us. The we ones do. are alive. It's us. That yeah. funeral is about us. Yeah. It's not really about them. Yes, yeah. their life, but us carrying the loss of them. The yeah. attachment. The mm. attachment. Yeah. And, and, and what if we don't have them in our lives anymore? Yeah. Where do we go? What about the love? All of that is just, so it's not purely about them. Mm-hmm. It's our attachment to them. Mm-hmm. It's who they are to us. And, Damn those people who, who make you feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. About being affected. Bad them. I Give mean, me a list. <laughs> Go then. Give me a list. <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> it doesn't. I've got Monica for that. I know. Monica will handle it for me. She's like, hold my earrings. Can I just share? I don't remember when this was, maybe 2010, but when I was 
going through my own depression. And I sought help. When I was contemplating on taking my life, I was already up there and I was already thinking of what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that stopped me, yeah. I just thought about, I don't want to do this to my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I didn't even think about my parents because, mm-hmm. you know, they've, I felt like they've never been around. Yeah. Okay. But the one who's always been around for me was my kuya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I was already thinking of, okay, how am I going to do this? I live in, my, it's my mom's house. It's a five-story building and there's a part there that's really high and it's got, you know, mm-hmm. something you can mount stuff on. Yeah. And you can get on the stairs and then jump, jump. off from the stairs and it's yeah. done. Yeah. When I was thinking about all these things, the only thing that just and I guess that's God's voice yeah. you know that's his message to me how is your brother going to feel yeah. when yeah. he discovers this because mm-hmm. there's nobody else who's going to discover it but him because there's nobody else who has access to the house how will he feel and I kept thinking about he will probably blame himself for yeah. not being around for me mm-hmm. because he's the one who's always been around And then I'm like, okay, I got to do something about this. So that was when I I sought help with a doctor. And that doctor barely listened Mm, to my story. You you, you come across, and this is like a highly recommended doctor. And I had an appointment with him, and it was probably just 15 minutes long. Oh, gosh. He never even heard my story. What? And he's like, okay, um, prescribe serotonin. Uh Uh-uh. And that thing is expensive. Yep, mm-hmm. it is. Like a tablet uh, during that time it's was like a hundred and twenty pesos. And you were to take it. How You're often? supposed to take right away two huh? per day. Oh my! Did you say Seroquel? Serotonin. 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 Yeah, and I'm like, so he gave it to me, and I, I, I bought several pills, and I had, I had it in my house. I'm like, okay, the. The intellect came in at like 120 times two per day and <laughs> was already calculated. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. plus, you know, being in the medical field, I'm like, I cannot be taking something this strong so quickly. Yeah. And I was like, I'll start with half per day. You know, I was already doing it yeah. for myself. And mm-hmm. then it got to a point where like, no gel, this is not you. Yeah. You got to handle this better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that doctor never even listened to you. So, wow. you know, it was... And all of this still all alone at home. Mm-hmm. By yourself. Just yeah. by myself. And I'm just so thankful that somehow that strength mm-hmm. yeah. that, that I've, I've had, that yeah. strength that has That's supported so me all strength. throughout childhood yeah. was there for me. That I'm like, okay, no, no, no. There's got to be a better way. What I love about your story is I think in every story, in every um, trials are... You know, as cliche as it sounds, trials are not meant to like tear you down, mm. but they're meant as an opportunity for an, for an awakening. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Because you don't, you wouldn't know how to address something. You wouldn't know how strong you are. Mm-hmm. Like with you, had that doctor never come into your life, you would not have realized like 
how you ended up medicating your own self, yeah. which mm-hmm. is better than what he did. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Great. But let's talk about that because, so Sonia, you go to the basement, you said the doctors were great. You yes. though, you know, your first experience with trying to get help was this awful doctor who that's why I probably barely would, listened to you. Would never go back to one. And that's why I, yeah. you're but right. See, I, I hope, thank that yeah. doctor because now it's led me to something that, does something else for me. Yeah. Yeah. the theta yeah. healing but okay but let's say they want to they, they need to see a therapist they need to see a doctor I mean where will they go I mean the, the people out there listening because it's hit or miss eh? yeah. it just like with you Sans you had yes. a doctor that prescribed you medicine uh, it just wasn't but, working for me oh, yeah. and it wasn't working for you yeah that was my first experience with a doctor because that's scary so as with somebody who's at that point in their life and they want to seek help and then they finally do it but the yeah. person that they go to Baka maslalo yung I mean the the problem la, la, la. Got, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. You know, well, it's kind of like, like shampoo mm, you gotta yeah, try you gotta stuff find they, they all work <laughs> to some degree you mm-hmm. just need it's like a joa you need to Piyang. find one that's that's so true one hundred percent agree with you on that because I have been through maybe three or four doctors already okay. and I'm like I think I found the one the one the one you guys I found the one. Because it, it's so true. It, yeah. So mental health, we're talking about... It's work. Mental it's health work. is is a, a health issue. Mm-hmm. It's a health issue. So if you have... You're suffering physically from something, mm-hmm. you get a second opinion when the first doctor for seems sure. like... Mm. Yeah. It's the same for mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, like I told you the story about uh, my third pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just a little backstory. Uh, my second daughter died, and then uh, we powered through it, had a, th- a third child, and then my fourth child was another girl. And what it did to me was, I was convinced, beyond reasonable doubt, that for her to live, I have to die. And that's why giving birth was so scary for me in that instance, because I convinced myself that Harper would live if I died Mm-mm. and Ava died because she wanted me to live I you know grief does crazy yeah. things to your brain yeah. right and I go to this doctor and she asks me about my religious belief and I, I go um I don't really believe in religion yeah and she started to tell me that oh that's why you're that's why you're there because if you don't believe in heaven mm. then then definitely you'll never see your child again Oh my god! Oh my god! And I this was after about. (laughs) I'm like Arya Stark. (laughs) This is about thirty minutes of telling her the most private, yeah, Yeah. thing. Yeah, and for her to do that, I was stunned. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. Like, I thought I was in a comedy show. Like. This is, it's like, is this really like happening how? right now? Yes, the most are there hidden cameras here? Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, like, is this an episode of what not to do? Because <laughs> this is not right. And she was blaming me for my pain. Mm. And I went to you to help me. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I just ended the session. I go, oh, okay, la, 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 la. I go home and I talk to my husband about it. And, she, and he told me, that's out of line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Religion has nothing to. It's not to even do. supposed to come in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As a professional medical yeah. worker, not not your place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, if I think about it, you just wanted to help me, but just so not, and it yeah. made it worse. And what happened to me was just like you, gels. It. I go no. This medical worker just wasn't 
a good one. Mm. I'm not going to junk the whole the whole profession just because one of them didn't. Parang nakinig lang sa radio, hindi magaling yeah. yung DJ. Hindi man ibig sabihin lahat ng DJs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the same thing, right? Yeah. Like your shampoo or I don't know. Go try go look but for a second opinion. Are resources limited here for doctors that can help you? I mean, in your experiences, I mean, where do we go to find the right one? Well, first of all, <laughs> You have to go to someone mm-hmm. and somewhere and yeah. don't feel iffy about it. Because okay. think of it, this is your brain, mm-hmm. okay? The same way you would seek help if you had a heart problem. Mm-hmm. If you had problems yeah. with your teeth, you would go to a dentist. Mm-hmm. If you had a problem with your lungs, you would, you know, well, without question, right. you would seek help for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can you not seek help? For some with problems with your thoughts, mm-hmm. or you know, it's just like it's no. I mean, it's no, just as important. Bad. Recommendations. Uh-uh. The truth is, it's, it's like trial and error. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. You remember Goodwill Hunting? That's what happened to yeah. the Matt Damon character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He never trusted the therapists until yes. he sat down with the Robin, Robin Williams character. Yeah. And for that part, and that's really what happens. You, you really, it's a lot like all relationships. You have to find the keep one going, that vibrates on the same yeah. level as yeah. you. And yeah. don't give up. Because I feel that's if I were it. in a very vulnerable state, that was, I went to a doctor and I'm like, like that. I'd be like, oh, forget yeah. it. Fuck it. I'm not, I don't want to go to another doctor. Yeah, yeah. and and, and then maybe this is a call out this episode because yes. I know a lot of people who listen to us have some family in the medical industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. we all do. Filipino, may meron sa pamilya. And and this is really a call out to and and for the medical profession. I hope you guys are listening in yeah. the same way that you know. Just a side story. My my OB, because I felt like a, a piece of meat. I was CS and I was like this is not right the way they treated me as a woman giving birth mm-hmm. it's not yeah. right and I remember telling the story in, a, in, a, in an event and a doctor was there and she pulled me after the event and she said you know actually I started listening to patients to moms who felt that way after she had to give birth via yeah. CS and felt exactly like that yeah. you're, you're open and then may janitor papasok but she only understood when she was there. Right. As a doctor, she said she never thought about it. You know, just do the it's job. Very technical. Yeah. Very technical. Yeah. But when you're there, then she had she understood. But moms need yeah. this, and then same thing. I mean, of course, that's Obi. But we're talking about how w- people who might be listening, psychiatrists, yeah. or if you have a friend who's going through this. Just tell them, look for help. If it doesn't work the first time, go look for somebody don't else. Give yes. Yes. Don't, yes. Give don't give up. Don't give up. There will be one. <laughs> Why don't we cite first like the types of help? Like, for example, mm-hmm. there's a psychiatrist. A psychiatrist, I know, is someone who prescribes medicine. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A yes. psychologist mm-hmm. has none. This yes. is the one that, you know, like Listen. the therapy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You sit down yes. and there, you lie down on that couch. Yeah. Or the shrink. Or, or like, uh-uh. um, uh, yes, like yeah, a shrink or whatnot. Um, and then like with mine, for my grief counseling, she's a she is a psycho-spiritual counselor. So this person has a lot of references to the Bible. And I'm not going to lie, that's not my jam. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, 
I'm more a spirit science person. Do you mm. do you know yeah. what that means? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm more about that. I'm not about organized religion. Right. Yes. But I love Jesus. He's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's my jam. But right. you know, I I if I'm gonna address my mental health, let's do the Bible stuff later. Later. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But what yeah. I love about my counselor, like she was very aware of that, and um, and I'm more of like. I'm more in Buddhist, Hindu mm-hmm. philosophies. To, right, and, right. and she was, even if, even if she, it's not that she didn't believe, even if it's not something she practiced, she was very professional. She just let me do my thing, express myself mm-hmm. until I was able to find a way. Um, because her aim or a doctor's aim or a counselor's aim is to help you. To heal. It's not to impose what they believe on you. Yeah. It's for you to actually course through those feelings yourself yeah so what a counselor or a psychologist i I don't know about the psychiatrist but Mm -hmm. what they're really doing is for some people they give you advice Mm. you know like uh, radio shows they give you advice but these people usually they just ask you a lot of questions Questions. right yeah you come up with a solution yeah they don't Mm -hmm. give you advice Mm -hmm. unless you actually ask them mm. but what the what counseling does is they're making you counsel yourself meaning the answers you know that cliche the answers within yeah. Yeah. it really is <laughs> within you just need to untangle yes. all the gulo gulo inside yeah. And it's it's really there, and and the purpose of that is so you feel empowered that you don't think, oh my God, I need to see someone to find mm-hmm. the answer. It's like no, that person is just a structured instrument in order to weed out. I mean, to pull out the weeds mm-hmm. to unveil the true answer, which is right. within you. You so, need to. They're basically sounding boards. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In the, it's in the talking that you understand yourself clearly. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and how many times has that happened to us here as girls? Like right. we're going through a topic. We didn't intend to go off tangent. <laughs> yeah. But we do. And then for some reason, it's, it's a like, big realization. Yeah. Like a realization. Yeah. Like a boom. yeah. yeah. And, and 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 that what that tells us is that connection is important. Yes. The connection, like what happened to Bianca. He, not having friends at such a young age is so imp- it's very very i don't know if you you even know the damage that caused in you because weren't we all told mm. oh socialize your kids bring them out yeah. it's with the intention to connect Mm-mm. to learn to bond you can fight with other kids but you're still together yeah. you're, there, yeah. there's a there's a connection that needs to happen between all of us yeah that will help us when going through the difficult emotions. We, we're tethered. We're, we're, we're anchored with our friendships, our relationships. And which I will ask now, how did your friends feel, Sonia, when you admitted to everybody, you posted that, that you had checked yourself in? Mm-hmm. How did your friends react? You, the, your inner circle. How did they the react? ones that really matter <clears throat> to the you. ones that really matter to me well um, I had a lot of support love and support from them um, there were a few that had something to say which you know it's like it's okay you can mm-hmm. feel that way but this is how I you know this is how I want to share my story um, so yeah <laughs> were you did you have well was there a weeding out process there there like, was oh, you're my friend yes you're not my friend that's yeah. exactly it you're yeah. going yeah. on no. you're my jam you're you my are not my jam, jam. you are not my jam <laughs> yeah for sure because I mean you don't need those people in your life the ones who are just going to bring you down yeah 
Hell no. How yeah. was it hard to distance yourself away from these people? Um, actually, to or, be honest, no, no, not really. It was bye easier bye. this time. Like it was a lot easier this time. Yeah. So truly, it's sad, but I mean, a lot of my anxiety is gone now yeah. because of it. Because Good. I mean, high maintenance friendships. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, they're so yeah. not <laughs> my jam. <laughs> high maintenance friendships. My down. God, it's it it adds a lot of. Like anxiety. anxiety and pressure, yeah, pressure and like, yeah, just it's just really ugly, you yeah, know. What and I mean? that's not friendship, actually. and that's not friendship yeah. at all. So it's like, well, I thought you had my back, and no, you don't. Okay, bye. Mm-mm. You know I, what I mean? I think that's the beauty of friendship. It's it's that you you hang out and you spend time together and you have these conversations and you go through trips. That's, for nothing else except each other's company. Yeah, yeah. For sure. you're not in it for the sex. Yeah. you no. get that from your partner, uh-uh. yeah. and it's not about obligation. That's for your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, friendships are essential because just you. Yeah, you're just I, hanging out. Yeah, I want to hang out with Sonia, the person. You're choosing to be with these people, yeah. and yeah. that's what anchors us. These friendships. I mean, siblings can turn into friends later on in life, mm. and that's why when Bianca was telling her story, I feel so affected because. When children feel so alone, Mm-mm. I mean, come on. They're just so young. They don't yeah, know yeah, what to make yeah. of things. We're and why the same they... age. I was nine as well. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and you don't even ten, know why yeah. you're hated on. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. don't understand. You don't it's get like, it. what's, understand. what's wrong with me? You and know, you said something earlier that made me question. When your dad was commenting, oh, wow, Bianca, you're getting all this attention, attention from all of these yeah. men. Why did you not tell him what was really happening? Uh-oh. Because it's embarrassing. Because I already thought to myself, they're not going to defend me. They didn't, mm. they couldn't understand me. You know, typical, you don't understand me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, mm. they, could, they didn't have my back with a bullying thing. So why would so they So why would they, understand? you know what I mean? Were you yeah. afraid that they might believe? These, That's another thing. These people, these and rumors. And for me, it's like, I already felt so alone. I didn't want to make it worse, mm. you know? And I guess it's sort of like, um, I'm a bit... Going back to earlier in the show, I said when Sana and I used to model, I used to be very loud, very inappropriate. Mm. I have very high-strung personality. I was the disciplinary officer. <laughs> you know, I was... Uh, literally. I, no, literally. Oh, no, she no, was literally... literally. I, no, and I took that job seriously. What do you mean? Like, you no... Mean? Because I had a part- stick <laughs> up my ass. <laughs> What, what do you mean? What did you mean? No, literally because like she, um, we were part of PMAP? the PMA, the disciplinary officer. Like that was an actual job. So if you stepped out of line, you have Bianca. You have Bianca. Messages or calls. Yeah. So I, I, I'm a very confrontational person. You know, I'll call people out. But again, if. I think the beauty about self-reflection, the beauty of being a loner, you have so much time to think. Yes. And and you also, I also realized that why I was loud, why I was abrasive, it's because I never got to be those things when mm. I was young. Like, no one defended me. Mm. I couldn't defend myself. So instead, to retaliate, this is where bullies come from. I wasn't a bully, but I was just, yeah, abrasive and always defensive. I felt like everybody was against all, you, against yeah. me, uh-uh. but that, they weren't against Bianca. That was just the inner child lashing out. Yeah. And um, 
what I'm trying to say is that that healing process that you know like now I'm more very sedate person <laughs> you know I'm I just I just do my thing and that's when I know I'm like okay I know I'm I'm in a, I'm healed. in a better place now I'm yeah. no, I'm not angry anymore like I feel bad for the relationships that I was in and I was projecting my fears on them like I I feel bad, but at the same time, you need to go through you them. Need to yeah. go through them to yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so, Sonia, if I'm sorry if I ever bitched at you, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if I was an asshole because yeah. I was pretty, I was pretty loud no, and obnoxious no, back then she too. She was one of the more naughty models. <laughs> oh yeah, this is true. Not on my watch. I, I'm not proud of it, but it's true. Yeah. But then also, That's when so you see somebody true. like that, but it's thank like, you for you calling wanna, like, me. You know, do something bad. Yeah. No, but thank you for calling me out. Like, honestly, I never would have known I was an asshole if you didn't tell me. <laughs> so honestly, and, and like I was able right. to work on myself because of that. So thank you, honestly. Aww. And, and, and <laughs> that's funny because th- this is like how many years later? Yeah. Are you uh, yeah. Ten? 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 She was the most. Yeah, yeah you I must see there. That does yes. not have anything. That has no bearing on. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> no, no. It, it, that wasn't her headspace, but yeah. it was ours. Yeah. Coming that law, like we were. It's not even we were not friends. <sighs> we stayed away from each other. Why? For real? Yeah. That's not true. Yes. 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 Oh, okay. Well, in my case, I really no, stayed I mean, away from I, them. Like, I always want to hang out with you guys. So, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. So, so when we started the podcast, you were like, we got to address the big issue, you know, that the elephant in the room. We were never friends. We wouldn't even really hang out if we didn't work for the same station. That's but true. here we are doing a podcast. What are we thinking, right? Yeah. And we had to say like, all of those things happened and for some reason it's exactly what we needed then yeah. and now mm-hmm. yeah. and that's why when you're thanking her we need to to, to tackle problems like interpersonal problems yeah. they're not the death of us yeah. just because you're having a problem with somebody today doesn't mean they're not going to be your friends tomorrow true yeah. or 10 years later like, or mm-hmm. ever or, or ever which is okay which yeah. is also okay <laughs> yeah. but they're there to bring up something that you need to work yeah. on yeah right? for sure yeah for sure. like mm-hmm. it's it's because it, sometimes it's so deadly for us but oh well we think it's like lethal <laughs> when not, somebody tells us off or tells us you know you're sobra matarai but it's the end of a relationship yeah, yeah. you can't you need to be open to people not I would rather, complimenting you right? no i would rather somebody tell me what was up Honestly, then, not, yeah. then would, not telling me. Would yeah. you say this now? But <laughs> oh, would your younger self feel the same way? Yeah, Sonia, ten years ago. Sonia, or, ten years ago, definitely would not have like. Um, probably would have been like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but def like, I I honestly think like being open and just being like real with somebody is really important. You know what I mean? Can like, I tell, can, can I volunteer why? Cause it's my, my thing. Mm-hmm. I get scared when I don't know if people like me or hate me. <laughs> I'd yeah. rather you tell me so I don't yeah. 
fill in have the blanks. Have to wonder. Exactly. Yeah, because you will. It's part of the anxiety. Yes, it makes you anxious because you're now going to say, oh, she hates me because of this. She hates me yeah, because of I'd that. I'd rather know, like, if you don't like me or if I did something wrong or whatever. Like, just yeah, let me know just, so I can just, you know, sleep. Yeah, properly <laughs> later, you know? <laughs> of course, so I can sleep. <laughs> but we're also allowed to react. Yes. When you tell someone, you know what, you're such a bitch, it's not like they're going to thank you. No, that's not going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. It's not no. going to happen. You're going to go, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, because that's a reaction. But yeah. at least you know this is one person you want to stay away from. Yeah, yeah and, and just let give it room to breathe. Yeah. Because that's sometimes good. that's it's exactly, oh, you're not ready it's to healthy. hear it. You might have some defenses, but if in your quiet time, you're going to ask yourself, why did that girl, girl call me a bitch? She doesn't yeah. even know me. Yeah. And it will lead you into inner introspection, introspection right? Yeah. And then For that's sure. where the answers are, like we already said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 10 years talaga to, ah. No, really. Yeah. But you know, I, what I also, what I love about being... Um, Awkward. I'm I'm a very painfully awkward person. <laughs> I know that doesn't seem like it, but I am my, the real Bianca um, because I just don't have a lot of interaction with people. Yeah. So today yep. I had to meditate the fuck out in the car <laughs> before you before coming here, and I was like, okay, so what about like I actually have to rehearse a dialogue because I'm so used to just talking to myself yeah. or one on one, you right. know, like but like when we're a group, I'm like. Like even Joey, like I, we've worked together in Singapore mm-hmm. together with Joey, but I see her as like an ate to me. Mm-hmm. And even because I haven't seen her so long, even I get awkward. But but I think to myself, same. Bianca, you fucking know her. I What's know. The I was the same way earlier. I was like, hi. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, and then I saw you just a few months ago, and I thought, yeah. I'm like, okay, Sonia, there's still a little bit of Sonia left to me from a few months ago. So I'm okay. You know, so you know how to deal with Sonia. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, 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 um, it's, but I kind of like it. I like that I'm awkward. Mm-hmm. I like that. Embrace it. I, I, I embrace it. Yeah. I'm yeah. weird. Right. Um, I, I'm super quirky. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of fucked up. I like it. <laughs> you know? Aren't we all? Yeah. I love that. In varying degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And, um, I, 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 anyway, the, the point of my story was, okay. <laughs> we was, told you we go off tangent right? here. Being, um, we've been through such terrible times and, and, um, whether we are alone, uh, a loner, uh, literally, or felt alone yeah. in times in our life. Like for me, when I get, because I, I come from a generation where there was no internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my haters were real. Yeah. They would to be your face. into my face, face. so right. that put me, gave me a tough skin. And you know, and Mo Twister being my boss for like five years <laughs> on the podcast, that gives you cal your skin. <laughs> you know, so that that would give you, you know, so he is like a mentor to me. So when I get like hateful comments mm-hmm. online, to me, it's. It's not real. It's like mm. you fucking tell me to my face, yeah. not this fake you. account. Yeah. Then we can talk. Then, yeah. you know. So I, I, I don't want to say I wish that everybody mm-hmm. went through hard times so they realize haters online are not real. But no, it's more. I, I guess the point is, uh, that's my takeaway. Mm. That from the negativity, negativity online, mm-hmm. that at least 
Kung nakayanan ko my life before, right. this is a walk in the park. Yep. Yes. This is a yep. fucking walk in the park. Yeah. Uh, try again tomorrow. You can't bring me down <laughs> today. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow, not today. <laughs> not today, <laughs> Satan! <laughs> and again, you know, just just the inner monologue yeah. that happens. Delamar, Monica Francesca, Jelly Victor. You're listening to The Eavesdrop. You know, there's a saying that, that says, uh, never believe your thoughts when you're alone. Yes. yes. An idle mind yes. is a devil's playground. Yeah. yeah, because also there's there's just your voice and you're the authority when really you're not about mm-hmm. your yeah. even sometimes about yourself. Yeah. yeah. The things we tell ourselves of who we are yeah. and 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 where we come from and what our story is and mm-hmm. that's what what I hear around the table all the time when we're podcasting. Yeah. It's there's a story we tell ourselves of who we are and why we are. I was just going to say the yeah. story we tell ourselves. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and these are these narratives are so important. Yeah. Because this is, you base your identity on it and your reaction to the world. Yeah. So when, when, when Bianca talks about a childhood like this, obviously you're going to start to think people hate me. Maybe, maybe I'm, a hateable, I'm, a, I'm an abomination yeah. to a lot of people. If, if I can't find friends in school and no matter what, it follows me. Yeah. It's going to make you feel bad about yourself. And that's why I think conversations like this that happens on eavesdrop... I think it's important to have, yeah. Because I know that you you both are very public personalities, mm-hmm. but it's easy to believe that it that your lives are amazing. Yeah. If we judge you by your Instagram accounts, exactly. I look at my Instagram. It's like, damn, girl, Bianca, your life is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look at my account. And it's like, wow, no, parang walang problema. Yeah. Or or even pedigree. Like for, for Sonia, you know, you, yeah. you, your family and people think you're all that or Bianca, you're all that. And now we know more and more that people in the public eye mm-hmm. don't have it easier than anybody yeah. else. True. Yeah. 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 Right? Just one last thing. Let's do like a one by one. Let's say <laughs> there are people who don't have access to counselors, mm-hmm. to shrinks yeah. or whatnot. Why don't we share... Um, some personal things that we that helped us get through me I wrote poetry as a young girl Mm. I would um, I because I music was very therapeutic Mm -hmm. I used to sing when I was young so I would sing a lot and I would write I would just write like very dark <laughs> but that's okay. But where's yeah. that journal now? Better than something else. <laughs> you know? um, it was very dark poetry, and um, and yeah, and I got into the arts. Mm-mm. Like I started painting as well and drawing, like every art possible, and then which led to to hosting and and mm. just expressing myself because mm-hmm. I thought to myself. If I can make people happy, it takes away from my pain. I think that's what comed- most comedians do yes. when they make yes. people laugh. It's, yeah. I think for, for all of us, and I still feel that way. Right. I Even Princess Diana felt that way. Yeah, because yeah. you, you brought I it up. I just saw her special yeah. last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So um, and 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 uh, so yeah, it was and journaling until today. Yes. I started yes. journaling. Yes. Yeah. So yep. how about you, Monica? What do you Let do? me think. Look oh, at Bianca being the host. Yes. Yes. I know, right? I love it. Don't, I love don't, it. don't, 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 don't say sorry. I love it. We love it. This is really like yes. this is what we want. Yeah. So it's a good takeaway for for people listening. Like, mm-hmm. what can we do if we don't have a doctor or we're too shy? We don't have money. Yeah. Yes. That can be so the case. Those, those 
the therapist my god one so five an hour yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah i think let me see um maybe i learned early on how to try to be introspective but mm. i didn't know that was what it was called yes because you're you just know? doing it i'm just doing it mm. Um, I know I cried a lot Crying by myself. Yep. Oh, I let myself bad. feel it. Like, mm-hmm. it was bad. Like, I, I'm I remembering you in Mall of Asia crying <laughs> oh in the car. Oh, my God, my Mall of Asia <laughs> moment. I was pregnant. Um, she dro- she drove but, herself there. Uh, the baby daddy was oh not cooperating God. at the time. At the time. It was just at the time. Huh? He's, yeah. he's wonderful now. Yeah. <laughs> disclaimer. 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 <laughs> but at that time, I think that was the pinaka low because I was pregnant. I was hormonal. I was just alone. And like most of you, I had no good quality girlfriends. I had guy friends, you know. I'd, yeah. you know but I mean, it wasn't the same. Yeah. And I just didn't know who to turn to. And as much as my parents are supportive, I could not talk to them about that. Yeah. So yeah. I think I really let myself feel it. I let it run its yeah. course through me, you know, and just let it all out. And I'm like, okay, all right. Okay, Monica, inner dialogue. You can do it. Okay, Fran, you can do it. So finish crying. You, you, you look at that, the, the Ferris wheel in Moa. In Moa. <laughs> Drive yourself back home, right? But I understand a lot of, not a lot of people have that inner strength yet. So I also, I, I used to journal, but no. I sought help from certain friends. I guess whomever would listen to me. Yeah. You know? Um, and then I'd reach out. Reach out. I'd reach out. Reach out is right? so important. Yeah. So, and yeah. that's it. That, that, that would be the number one thing I would tell people to do. Mm-hmm. Sanya? Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, um, mm-hmm. when, you th- when things are, what, what, what's the saying? When friends are, or sorry. Fair-weathered friends. It was um, when times are dark, friends are few. Mm. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think reaching out is so important. Like, I did that, um, and I actually found out who my real friends were yeah. and um also um that I wasn't alone mm-hmm. um and that my sisters like they were there for me as well like I had I not taken that sort of like that jump into just kind of like expressing myself and vocalizing Mm-mm. my feelings and stuff just really vocalize i think i think that's it you have to let it out you have to let it yeah. out if you Verbally. let if you, yeah yeah it's so it really helps like even that's why that's why therapists are so expensive yeah. you have to hear yeah. yourself say these words yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. um and also watch a lot of friends <laughs> because they have a lot of problems yeah, yeah. yeah. TV show, yeah. yeah. Friends, the TV show, oh, okay. yeah. Um, a lot of Russell Peters too, like comedies. Russell Peters, yeah. Russell Peters is my favorite. Like really? he got me through he's some dark gem. times. He's, he's, he's my jam. Yeah, he's the same. same. Yeah, yeah. And he's SNL, not my type, but like, he's my jam. Just like comedies, but like it's something things, that makes you happy. Yeah, something right? that makes yeah. you Ellen, happy. Ellen, Ellen helped me a lot. Oh, Ellen yeah. and Oprah. Ellen and Oprah. Oprah. For me, Ellen, yeah, and Oprah for sure. And cleaning. Really? Cleaning <laughs> is weird. It's weird. Wait, I've maybe been... I can invite you to my house. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, can you come over? Like, cleaning has been so therapeutic for me. Like, throwing out junk and just decluttering oh, and go. Marie yes. condoing yes. the place. Just, like, that really helps. Because, like, the more cluttered your environment, the more cluttered, I think, your mind and your body. Yeah, yes. there's a study already. And they, they, there's yeah. a scientific there's connection. There's a study. Yeah. Manifestation of yeah. what's going inside. Yeah. And how clutter 
gives rise to anxiety. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a real thing. For yeah. sure. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, every day I'm like, Damn I don't it. need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. Because like, I just moved into a smaller apartment. Mm-hmm. So I'm downsizing. So it yeah. feels amazing to be able to like, fit your life into this smaller space and just kind of like, live on less. Like learning to live on less. Yes. Actually, like I actually adopted a minimalist lifestyle. Yes. Have you seen the special, the minimalism? Minim- on yes, Netflix. Netflix. I did. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, I'm avoiding it. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> that is not my jam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm Try not there it. Yet. Honestly, yeah. it's life. Sh- it's completely life changing. I, I think Marie Kondo and the minimis- minimalism guys. When you watch them back to back, what it brings you is to a place where. Because when you have stuff, mm. you need to maintain. Yes. Yeah. Right? It's like yeah. owning guitars. You have to think about it, too. You have to think about it. Okay, kailangan ko pa service. And you don't know it, but you take it on in your mind. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... Subconsciously. It, yes, subconsciously. All your clothes, all your bags. All, sometimes... So Those overwhelming. Will, oh, oh, they're, they're going to take its toll on you. <laughs> it's okay, girls. You're like, it's okay, Bianca. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sometimes our attachment to things... Yes. yes. It's not the thing that's bad. It's yeah. our attachment to, to them. it. Yeah. Uh-oh. Right? And, and, and that's what the minimalism guys were saying. And even Marie Kondo. When yeah. you put all your stuff in the bed and you understand how much you have. Yeah. But you don't use. So you don't mm-hmm. really need them. So yeah. why are they still in your life? Yeah. Kung pwede natin lagay mga friends natin sa bed. I was gonna say, I was gonna say the exact same thing. You have to do the same thing with with like your people in your life. Yeah, you have to do a bit of cleansing there. You do not fucking spark joy. You don't. Yes. Bye bye. And don't feel bad, okay? To those people listening, because me, we won't all be each other's friends. Yeah, but you have mm-hmm. to know your friend, yeah. and just because someone cut me off of their life because I'm not good for them doesn't mean I'm a bad person. True, yeah. I'm just yeah. not that person's for you. you know anchor. Yeah. yeah, I will be somebody else's, and, yeah. and it's not a death sentence when somebody cuts you off. Well, I just go somewhere where you can be yeah. happy, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. How about you, sure. Jenny? Okay, um, just know that you're never alone. Mm-hmm. Yes, really. I know it always feels like you are, but you're not. And if you know that there's something that needs to be dealt with, reach out. Mm -hmm. And if that person who you reached out to happens to trivialize Mm -hmm. your problem or your concerns, go to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, just like you would get a second opinion if they're not listening to you or you're not hearing from them what you feel like you need or can help you out. Talk to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, you're never alone. So just... um, know that it's there's there's help out there i remember during those very dark times in my life i had this quote saying uh just over and over in my head there's a reason for everything so there's a reason why i'm going through this yeah and then the second one was um everything will be okay in the the end end. if it's not not if it's not okay it is not Not the end end. yeah so i just kept thinking about that and it just kept making me you know no, I'll just have to live day by day until yes. it's okay. Yeah. Day by day. Just keep going. Just, yeah. yeah, just, you know, just move on until one day you're going to stop crying and you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've reached that point and I'm so glad that, you know, you've powered through all that to get to this point mm-hmm. and you've learned from right. what it was that you went through. It's hard because, like, if you do open up 
to somebody. Tapos sasabihin nila sayo like, oh, you're being so dramatic. Yeah, don't be so dramatic. Oh my Why gosh. are you so dramatic? You're you are um, putting it out in the world, so you're attracting all this problem. Yeah, yeah. or don't be you so know? negative. Yeah, or Why you're so negative. Yeah, negative I mean, Nancy. What do you say to the fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but but then, you're being negative. You. <laughs> Just kidding. You know, because uh, the person that you opened up to is telling you that you're being dramatic. Yeah. That, or that person, yeah. or is telling you how to feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they're the whole point is, it. yeah, they're not. You're just but some. I think uh, people we have, especially men, we have a natural tendency to want to solve problems. Mm. So when somebody confides in us, men will want to provide the solution, the solution right which, yes. which is out of love, mm-hmm. which is out of it's not bad. It comes from a good place, bad, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, it's sometimes, not what you need. Sometimes you just sit there. Yes. Just want listen. them to like, listen. Shut the fuck up. Listen. Like yeah. you don't even need to. You can just be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really, you don't need to say anything, yeah. and or you could just say, "I'm so sorry to hear that." I agree. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because sometimes more. All the time, we already know the answer. We just want to vent, mm-hmm. rant True. and rave, <laughs> rant and rave. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's why I love She's that. Like, that was like, good. Why is everyone pointing yeah. at me? Rant and rave. <laughs> yeah, and rave. There, what that. about what about the the don'ts yeah. in like um, for other people? Like, if someone reaches out to you, what do you not do? Mm. I think that's a really important topic to never, discuss. Yeah, never tell them how to feel. It's like. Don't be so negative. Yeah. Or right? Or they say that um or just drink water. Just drink water, Ian. God loves you. It's like yeah. oh really? my God. like I know he does, but if that was just gonna solve the day, <laughs> yeah. you know then we wouldn't be in this like, you or, know, situation. Or the classic cheer up. Cheer what? up. Yeah. Or oh, okay. Yeah, or don't say things like Oh my god, please don't cry. We're in a public place. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Oh, <laughs> oh my it's not like you plan to like break out yeah. in public. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's okay to cry. It's okay yeah. To cry. It's totally okay to cry. Yeah. It's therapeutic. It's you know, so therapeutic. One of the yeah. things that like Brene Brown was saying about vulnerability. She's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> she was saying that vulnerability is really putting yourself out about things that are important to you and taking a risk when somebody says, eh, it's not, you know, like saying, no, cheer up. They're dismissing what's so important to you. Mm. And they don't see why it's so hard for you to even say it. And when you actually say the words, you get dismissed. And the more you don't want to open up anymore because you got rejected or you feel like your feelings were not valid. Mm -hmm. But that's where my advice is. And this is probably because of my experience. Mm -hmm. I I would say to anybody dealing with anything difficult in their life, whether it's death or a terminal illness or trauma, you need to have the balls to look at your grief. Yes. You need yeah. to have the balls to look at your pain mm-hmm. and wallow in it, bathe in it, mm-hmm. get to know it, yeah. love it. Yeah. Because the more we, we know this already, when we avoid dealing with things, they get amplified. Mm-hmm. And True. they will come back to It will come back. Parashang seed. Pag tinanimot, tutubo. If you leave it out there with no sun, don't mind it, it will die. So it needs to be out there. Mm-mm. And you need to have some sense of, of courage to say, oh, it may not be important to you guys, but fuck you because it's important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we need that. that. That kind of moxie, that, that 
palaban attitude. Because it's the time people will try to re- reduce you to a label. Oh yeah. yeah. Reduce you to a like KSP. Yeah. Reduce you Mm-mm. to ay ang arte ay ma- madrama. Yeah. Madrama. Ay babae kasi. Oh. But But you need to face whatever it is even in relationships when me and my husband are not feeling okay, I need to sit myself down and I I need to know where is it coming from? Is it to my left? Because I need to look at this. And I need to know it. I need to bathe in it. I need to And as soon as you not avoid what's causing the pain and look at it. Yeah. Introspection is that, looking inside. And I don't know why we don't do it enough. It's scary. It's scary. You don't want to deal with it. um, it, Like, for example, when somebody dies, the thing that, uh, from my experience, the thing that I realize that I hate the most when someone Mm -hmm. says, be strong. Oh, God. What is that saying? You're weak. They're saying... Don't cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you're weak. Don't you be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to be sad. The thing that I hate that most when someone told me, Oh, be strong for your parents. You need to be I'm like, oh I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't be sad. Like mm-hmm. I-, I lost my brother too, you know. Yeah. But but th- there's the mistake. Why is sad being sad about somebody dying a weakness? Exactly. Yeah. It's the most sure. normal yeah. response to someone yeah. dying. They're yeah. they're not gonna be here. Mm-hmm. Are we not a about are yeah. we not to be crying? Yeah. It's so weird, right? You need to allow people to feel what they wanna feel. That's why I I you know, a lot of people may not like Mo Twister because of his persona mm-hmm. that he does so effectively well. <laughs> <laughs> that but but Outside that persona, when my brother passed away, you know, everyone does their condolence, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would have moments where we would be in Viber and I'll just cry to him and I'll, and he'll just, well, I can't see him, but he'll just sit with me mm. and I'll just cry. And then he's like, just fucking let it out. You hate the world? Go ahead. Just hate the world. He's yeah. like, it's really going to suck, Bianca, mm-hmm. and it's going to suck for quite a while yeah. but he's like just fucking feel that shit like that's mm. exactly the shit he's he was so real mm-hmm. he didn't be like I'm here for you yeah, yeah, you yeah. know he's in a better place oh that's another one I hate yes they're in a better place <laughs> really did they text you <laughs> oh my god so you know but he was just like he he let me feel it and mm-hmm. he made me feel it was okay, okay. to fall apart yeah, yeah. because it. he knew after you fall apart parang lego lang yan you can get back mm-hmm. Well, maybe not Lego, but you get it. Yeah, for sure. You'll find you're like a transformer. You'll find yourself back back up again. Right. You just need to just so marinate and yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's okay. It's okay. I, yeah. It's like a bridge. Right. You know, there there's a chasm in between you being okay, uh, you being not okay, and being not okay. But there's a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can't get to okay without going down yeah. and crossing it. And whether yeah. Whatever way you cross it, on top, below, mm-hmm. on the side, True. but you gotta get to the other side. Through. But you do need to face whatever it is you're feeling. And sometimes we don't even know what that is. Yeah. Right? Like I remember when it started with me it was it was failed relationships back to back to back, mm-hmm. same patterns appearing. And yes. I've run out of excuses and I understood that you know what, Dell, it's not their problem. You're the common denominator in all of this. Yes. What are you going to do? Yep. And I, de- I didn't put pressure on myself. Nah, someday I'm going to be okay. I didn't even think about it being okay. I just wanted to know, you know what? Today is 
this is how I feel today. Mm-hmm. And that's where the baby steps mm-hmm. come yes, in. Because, so yeah, and, and some people who have had grief l- loss would say, when I know, uh, Sleepless in Seattle, when Tom Hanks lost his wife yeah. and he was calling a radio show, the doctor asked him, so what are you going to do now? You lost the love of your life. And he said, you know, take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Wake yes. up in the morning, put one foot in front of the other, <clears throat> yep. breathe. Mm-hmm. And if you do this often enough, some days it will feel a little less and a mm-hmm. little less. The, the grief doesn't go away. Yeah. It just becomes a part of you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. people you have loved, there's a hole in your heart. No matter what. Yeah. And it's, but it becomes easier to breathe when, it, when you've gotten used yes. to. But that can't happen when you don't accept your pain. Yeah. Yeah. When that, you don't acknowledge it. When you don't yeah. acknowledge it, yeah. you don't look at it. You, it's your problem. This mm-hmm. is our yeah. problem. And it's ours to look at. And before we can get to okay, we're going to fall apart in so many ways, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right? right? Yeah. We've, we've, we've all gone through it. And I'm so happy that you guys are here today because <laughs> I'm sure when, we're, when people are listening, they have an idea. Oh, you're so strong. Oh, you're so all that. Mm-mm. But hearing your journey makes people feel like, ah. Kaya pala hindi pala, nobody escapes yeah. the pain of life. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It exactly. seems like it's our contract with life. If you agree to be alive, agree to pain, agree to happiness, agree mm-hmm. to all of it. Well put, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can't, sure. we can't be happy all the time. It's going to drive me crazy if I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. And would yeah. you trust that person who's happy all the time? like, it's true. Yeah. Smiling a bit too much. Oh, There's something no, wrong. <laughs> yeah. That is not right. Makes us question it. Like, <laughs> I think no, the man. goal of life, I, I, I know that to be happy is an aspiration. It's a goal. Yeah. But I think more than happy, it's like a roller coaster. You can't be at the top all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you can't be down all the time. It's, it's, it's like in waves. But the one thing that we can be is neutral. Mm-hmm. And neutral yeah. is another word for calm or in another word for inner peace. Mm-hmm. Right. So even if you can't be ecstatic or mm-hmm. you can't be or you won't be really sad, but if you come to a place of just balance that just still and calm mm. i think that's the that's, that's the best nice. way yeah. and it's, it's like water right i mean mm. the answers come when it's less and then charva i mean when the when the water stops like it's still charving like Char- <laughs> what do you call like when the water is fucking still, people, that's when the answer comes. That's when I was going to say. No, no, no. I like the first one the better. The first one was Stop better. Stop starving. That's better. I want to go back to what Sonia said. Like, so these are the don'ts, right? Don't say this. Don't yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. Only because sometimes people say awkward things when they don't know no, what. They don't know Especially what to say. Grief, eh? but, um, yes, that's uh, it. My condolences. And then, yun yeah, oh, be strong. Be strong. Better these people or he's saying, in a better place. Oh, mm. I, these I, people, I don't like that. I mean, I don't want to blame these people because parang they're, they're just... It's good they just, intention. They, yeah, it's, yeah, it comes, no it's coming from intent. a good place. And it's like they just need to feel they have to say something. But no. they also, but right? that's where mindfulness comes yes. in. Yes. So do be mindful. Yeah, be mindful because right? you have to think, what am I actually saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. What does be strong mean? Uh-uh. Do, do, right? It's like... That's why for me I'm just, I'm so sorry for your loss. That's it. And then yeah. that's it. That's it. Uh-uh. So just, I remember you, there's not a lot of things that you can say at that time, mm-hmm. right? One of the things that made me what harder for me after I lost my child was I knew that it was I was going back to work and I could feel people walking on eggshells. Mm-mm. 
and I felt like I had to take care of them on top of my own yeah. grief. Mm. And I hated that. Like, why am I taking care of you? <laughs> why? Because I want to make it easy for you. Did you lose a child? <laughs> but that's just your anger because you're the one suffering. Mm-hmm. And I had to take myself out of most public situations because... I didn't feel like I wanted to inflict that on people. Like, I don't want to make you feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did hate people saying, and apologies if you're one of those people who sent the, the thing, like, you've got an angel in heaven. I understand where it's coming from. I'm not angry about that. Does it give solace to other people? To other people, really, yeah. yeah. But what I do say is, I hope you have courage to carry the burden of your loss. Because... A loss is a burden you yeah. carry every day, every minute, and you don't know how to carry it today. Like, oh, this is suffocating me. And that's why I, that's what I say. Yes. I, yeah. I hope you have the courage to carry the burden of your loss. And I love that. That's yeah, really, you I will love borrow that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it was so hard, and and I knew that I would gravitate towards people who were strong. Yeah. I needed someone that I can break yeah. down in front of, and mm-hmm. I couldn't find anybody. Yeah. And they would always feel worried. I'm like, I don't need your worrying. Worry. Yeah, don't leave me alone. I, and then, but then I did find some people who were. Yeah. I had a friend, and I would tell the most I don't know the, the most naked thoughts in my head, and she would just look at me, never break eye contact, and I felt like someone appeared for me just to be there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. No That's words. Awesome. You don't have to say yeah. anything. Yeah. Just be there. And then, Presence. That's presence. it. Yeah. You don't even. Yeah. Like. You don't even have to speak the same language because right. you, you can see facial expression. You yeah. can see tears. You can see from frown lines. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, you see it. It's yeah. like, right? And yeah. then sometimes even just holding the hand yeah. yes. is, is enough. Yes. Uh-uh. That's it's it. enough. Mm-mm. Especially with grief because I didn't realize after my dad passed away, I thought I dealt with it pretty well because... Yeah. You know, like um, the day when I got the phone call, I was in a theater class. And then I I stepped out of my the classroom and I went into a room and I was sobbing. And then I felt my dad, you know, because we were so open in that class. And I felt how happy he was. Mm-hmm. And I felt how free. And it it felt so easy for me, like... Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so I felt like, okay, I'm happy because I know my dad is yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I realized, but I miss him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and when I went back, so my brother and I, who's he's also very, he's, he's quite spiritual, and he also felt my dad. We both weren't crying. Yeah. And people were like, but hindi kayo umiiyak, di ba tatay niyo? Yeah. Kasi... We just said, you know, we have a different way of dealing with yeah. this. But it was mm-hmm. after, like months after, you were messaging me. Yeah. I remember because you were like, hey, how are you doing? It was only then that I realized, holy crap. Mm-hmm. It was a delayed thing. Yeah, yeah. like, I do still need to grieve. Yeah. Yeah. Even you though, were in denial. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though I knew that my dad is good. And even when, you know, what, when I would feel him, when I would get messages from him, he is in... He's happy. Right. Mm-hmm. But 
I still needed to grieve. Yes. Yeah. And it was only months after when, yeah. when my clothes stopped fitting. Yeah. <laughs> my stylist brought in seven sets of clothes and none of them fit me that I realized, okay, Jill, something is going on. And then that's when I dealt with it. Yeah. See? Well, I didn't yeah. realize we were so similar. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, so uh, the reason for that story is allow yourself to feel mm-hmm. what you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to always put up a brave front or a front that you're, you're perfectly okay and mm-hmm. you're happy and yeah. you've, you've dealt with things. You know, it's allow yourself to feel. Yeah. It's okay. If you want to fix something, you have to feel it. Yep. Yeah, to fix sure. to yeah, I like yeah, that. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. Feel it, fix it. <laughs> I feel well, like there's so many more things that we have to talk about, but know. you know, but, we can't condense it into one episode yeah. because we've talked about a lot of um, like issues like you have to find the inner strength, right? right. Yeah. But then I also know some people uh, it really is a chemical imbalance. Yes, yeah. for sure. You know, and it's hard for them to find that yes. strength. Yes, yes. And they have to medicate. Because it's physi- physiological. Yeah. There's a yeah. substance in the brain that's not producing or producing too much. Yeah. yeah. And in those cases, there's really a medical intervention that needs to happen. Right. Yeah. You need to take something. Mm-mm. But those are, that's, if you're suffering, you need, that's when you need to know wh- where you are. Are you the type who would need medication? Mm-hmm. Or are you the type who needs therapy? How Counseling. Yeah. Counseling. Or both. Yes, yeah. or, or both. both. Or That's right. Of both. Yeah. So, but the great thing is, I think all of us, when you say Helen, I mean, Ellen, Oprah helped you, Russell Peters helped you, mm-hmm. this might ha- this conversation might yeah. help someone yeah. in some little way. And, yeah. and, and that's why the stories of courage that you both have shared with us today mm-hmm. is so important. Because we don't know how it's going to be received, yeah. but you'll be surprised when someone messages you, I heard your podcast or I heard you say something on the radio. Yeah. I heard you say something in a hosting and yeah. it really helped me. No, for sure. Like when I, after I posted that, uh, my story, I had so many people opening up to me mm-hmm. and sharing their story and saying, thank you so much for sharing that. Like yeah, right. I had no idea that I wasn't alone like yeah. this whole time, you know, th- things like that. Like that's the reason why I posted it as well, yeah. because I wanted people to feel that they have a safe space yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really brave of you. Thank Me you. Too. That video and you cutting the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a moment. Yes. <laughs> that was a moment. I mean, yeah. uh, can you talk about that? Because I thought that was very yeah. intense and I thought that was very uh, courageous to just Super. be there. Because even when I was out of the ward, there were times... There, That's what it's called, the neuropsych ward. <laughs> 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 That's what two it's hours called. Two hours later. <laughs> two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I felt kind of an att- attachment to the ward because it was like really my safe space. Yeah. And like coming back out into the world, like you're like even sounds were overwhelming. Yes. yes. Like the, when a car would go by, I would get, get kind of startled. Mm-hmm. Or like when, you know, there are lots of people around. Oh, sorry. Do people hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I keep hitting the thing. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Where was I? Yeah, when I, when, when I, see, I get overwhelmed when there, were a, there would be a lot of people mm-hmm. or just like the sound of the mall, I'd be like, ugh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there were times like I couldn't let go of the, the wristbands the wrist that they had given yeah. me. But then um, right before I was going to go on a trip to Shargao, I was like, okay, I think it's time to let go. I think it's time. I feel like I was like a bird leaving its nest or something. Yeah. Or so a baby ready being to face born. the world. Something like that. I was like I was reborn. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it actually. Because it's so warm in that it's so warm in the, 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 the basement. Yeah. yeah. And you're taken care of. Exactly. But you need to 
There's a comfort zone. There's a comfort yeah, in but, it. Yeah. But the living is not in the womb. It, because you had this, like, I had this, um, what do you call it? This not ritual. Um, routine. Routine. That was that mm-hmm. I was used to. And then coming yeah. out of that, it's like, whoa. It's, it's a little very, jarring. It's very overwhelming. Yeah. So it took, like, so from, from January 25 to March 15 or 16, that's mm-hmm. how long it took for me to let go of those bands. Mm-hmm. So, so you were wearing it the whole time. I was wearing it for a really long time, mm-hmm. and when people ask me, be like, "Oh yeah, no, I was, you know, I was, I would share my story, like, because yeah. I want people to, I want it to be kind of normalized, yes. like, yeah. you know, like we're talking yeah. about the flu or pneumonia or yeah. whatever, exactly. you know what I mean? So it doesn't get awkward. I don't want people to feel awkward when they talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think any of us on the, in this table really does. I think that's why we're here, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I mean, that's precisely why I shared my story because I wanted like. Also to kind of feel like there's a community mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, definitely felt that. Nice. <laughs> After sharing. Represent, it, so. man. Represent. Right? Represent. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. What, what, an what an episode, man. I swear. I Before like we end it, I just need to share. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking at you. Wait, and can I, I just plug my go. album? I had a real moment of deja vu just this, like maybe 30 minutes back and I was like oh and I realized that everybody at this table Bianca included because I say because well we work together mm-hmm. for some reason for some reason I feel very attached to all of you I- including you because I mean I've only met you like once, once yeah. or I know of you outside but I mean I do I follow you on Facebook and mm-hmm. on Instagram but I mean I don't follow just anybody you know what I mean yeah. I feel like a weird Odd. I mean, even though it's not reciprocated, it's okay, ladies. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, it's just you, dude. It's, it's just, just you. me. <laughs> but, like, the moment I met Sonia, I felt like, oh, this girl. I, I, lo- I love this girl. Aww. For some reason. That, that's Radio Idol. Oh, oh. oh, my God. I think oh, many guys. of us, I think all of us are very intuitive people. Yeah. Like same that. with Jelly. Same with Del. Even, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but I always knew... Somewhere deep in me, na parang may connection ako. I have something. A, I yeah, have something, something with Del. Yeah. I have something with Jelly. Even mm-hmm. though she didn't want to drink back in the day, because <laughs> I was oh, like, right. I would, I, I would remember. love to drink and go out. Really? And yeah. I saw Jelly you as like that this, person. She was that yes. person, and I'm like, oh, oh but I feel prior there's something. to that, I, I've never had an alcoholic drink. She <laughs> introduced to appreciate alcohol. We were, we were the drinkers. I remember we were like the ultimate drinkers. Huh? I remember we were the ultimate drinkers, and then yeah. like and Jelly, then Jelly was like, would be like, mm, I fitness wasn't. one. Also, also, <laughs> I wasn't. Del. Wait, so before oh, yeah. we go, Mm-mm. I just remember. So I used to be a super like stuck up is not the word square. <laughs> I was very square mm-hmm. and I remember I was clubbing one time <laughs> my one year of just like you know I went to Ibiza like I, I partied the fuck out okay <laughs> um, super late bloomer late bloomer yeah. and then I saw Sonia <laughs> and then I was like dancing and then she goes oh my god Bianca I didn't know you could be so fun <laughs> <laughs> you know I still carry that with me and I'm like I, <laughs> I remember that that night yeah. I remember that night yeah. Yeah. And, you know I mean I was you 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 think about the person that you were before and right. then now I'm like dude I am so fucking fun let's send out the memo but yeah I mean yeah in the past I was just very uptight yeah, yeah I was very uptight so you had every reason to be though yeah so uh-huh. Sonia was like we were like spirit animals yeah, so she, yeah I needed For a sure. Sonia in my life <laughs> I needed 
it, Sonia. <laughs> and if you believe in like the whole, you know, everything happens for a reason. Yes, this is why we're all we're here. here for uh, a bigger reason. And mm-hmm. I feel like when this episode comes out, yeah, it's gonna help a lot of people out yeah. there. Yeah. I, I just remember Sonia. Like, if I think about Sonia, I think about her <laughs> sitting. She's doing her news thing. <laughs> oh God! And um, you were partnered with somebody. I will not name, mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was a there was an ad lib, and he had said, "You know what, Sonia? I was thinking," and there was a long pause, and then I looked at you, and you like, and you told that person, you said, "Hmm, I can smell the wood burning." <laughs> <laughs> I I loved it. I was a fan, right? I yes. just said because I voted for you, idol, right? I said I. That's why I voted for her. <laughs> I, and not a lot of people will get that. Yeah. But I just, even now, like it's been how many? 15 Diva. years? Yeah, now? it's been And that's so what long. I remember. Like, Mm-mm. apart from when we, when, when Sonia and I hug, it, she really has to bend down. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so small. And she's so tall. And yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to let you know. Because oh that's in my brain. Like, if I close my eyes, I can see you. And that guy talking, and I'm on the side watching. <laughs> okay, oh now can God. I just express one of the reasons why I always mm. felt like Fran and Dell did not like me at the station yeah. was because Sonia and I were part of the same contest <laughs> yeah. to get Uh-oh. into the radio station. <laughs> Because I saw how they were towards her, like they really loved her. <laughs> oh oh you, know? <laughs> you, you were the mean yeah, girl. It was like, it was like Sonia. Oh hi, Jelly. Oh my god. But then I realized now that no, those are still my issues and the way I looked at things. <laughs> how like, you, yeah, you know, yeah your per- perception. That's also yeah. the reason why I always felt like these girls didn't like me because we were part of the same contest and we both got in <laughs> and they were like that towards her, but not to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was it's it's not an issue. I just wanted to I just remembered it now. <laughs> yeah. here. Oh. I, 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 oh I don't know why. That's what I remember. That's <laughs> what I remember whenever I, th- I think of Sonia. That's yeah. so funny. I heard that from my dad, and like it just really? kind of stuck. Yeah, it's so amazing. <laughs> I just really love it. You can tell, right? I can't yeah, about that. But anyway, I I can't. Uh, we all feel the same, I guess, about you guys. That like takes courage to admit certain things. Yes. Yeah, yep. for especially sure. for a podcast, right? Mm-mm. And it's so hard to to put your pain out there. For people to see, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's sure. why Fran said this is a safe space. Yeah. And your stories have impact. We we're just waiting for what it will do to people, how it can help them. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, your work is here. You've you've done an hour and a half, Nabatayo. Oh, maybe more. Maybe <laughs> more. Two. Two. Oh, wow. My family lunch, pa ako. Parang but thank okay. you for the time. Thank you so thank much. You oh my for, God, thank you thank so you. much. This was therapy for, yeah. a, for me and Sonia. Can we do this again? Yes. This yes. yes. so much yes. fun. Yes. Yes. This is like a great God way to was spend. Like, trying to tell me that, you know, not all girls are the same. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. Even Jude's nodding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? You can find your tribe in pink. <laughs> yes. That's right. You know, so thank you guys. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you Thank you guys. Ladies so and much. gentlemen, wow. <laughs> what a podcast. Thank you, Bianca Valeria and Sonia Smith, for joining us. Yay! Appreciate it. Nice. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.